0: baby make a baby go make a baby honor your ancestors honor your life honor your future honor everyone who sacrificed to bring you to life go be a golden god of this universe and make a human brain make
1: a baby hold nothing back go talk to the girl go talk to the guy make life make life make thoughts
2: participate and partake with eternity do it! Do it! Hold nothing back! Manipulate life, not pixels! Make babies, not excuses! Don't make a baby! Men have enormous amounts of energy in them. And their big struggle as a man is controlling their energy. This is why men fall prey to things like masturbation and, compo- and heavy drinking. Because these are ways to try to get energy out of their body. It's why they have more heart attacks, in a certain sense because they are much more strengths. Everybody I think knows, knows some guy who's super tense and sometimes that boils up into rage. There's a lot of energy and it's clogged up in him. What men are looking for on a certain level is death, a release of the energy. And so this is why men love war films. It's why men love in some ways the idea of combat, the idea of fighting. Women can't relate to this. They might be okay with a war film, but they don't get how men get really engrossed in it. It's because for men, war is the competition of life force, and the reward for a good competition is death. A lot of really, really big plans come from men who often get together, and one of the only times that those plans are interrupted is when a woman comes into the picture, because a woman is also death for a man. Fuck you in Chinese.
3: Lord, I've had
0: good life, and I think
1: i Bet there's a big old orgy waiting for me in the sky. I'm sure behind them pearly gates there's booze and weed and pills. But if there ain't sluts in heaven, Lord send me down to hill.
0: <laughs> you know it makes my it makes my night when it starts off, even if it's artificial, with Pat Steadman being told to fuck off by a Chinese bitch.
4: Right, Uh, you know, he meant he went on that little tirade for the 21 convention there, and he was talking about you know, guys and their life force and their energy. (laughs) I'm like, we just need that, and why they commit crimes on you know, on Twitter and throw it out there for the world to see now he's looking at 20 years you know type of thing which hey kids by the way sentencing for pat stedman is going to be september 8th just put that on your calendar cuz it'll be interesting to see what what they hand him since he didn't take the plea deal i'm so, making
1: yeah. s'mores that day now i'll be <laughs> Dude, watching
4: I'll, I'll be i'll be <laughs> holding up an artificial lighter i'm sure sending him thoughts and prayers <laughs>
1: It's just ridiculous because it's like anyone who's had, who's taken high school biology will, will tell you that what everything he said is bullshit. Uh It's just biologically not. It's just bullshit.
0: Anybody, anybody who during their lecture or protestation or whatever you want to call it, who has to say in a sense,
4: yeah, in a sense, you're,
0: you're, you're doing one of two things you're completely bullshitting or you're partially bullshitting. There is no other option there because if it's in a sense, it means it doesn't exist.
1: Yeah. That's his, that's his lizard brain telling him, hold on.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you can, you can do that. With a, you can do that. Like if
4: it was his masters, his dark satanic masters telling him to do that. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's no difference
0: than that. And, you know, Roman McClay's, you know, fictional manifesto that, Turned out to be (laughs) non-fictional. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, it's, it's, hey, you know. So, kids.
4: Go ahead. I was just going to say, so, kids, welcome to another Let Them Burn. Tonight, it's Lord, I Had a Good Life. Because while y'all are out there arguing with idiots on the internet, you should really be reading the article I wrote called I'm Insane, You're Sane. You know? And yet... Clearly the people who need it the most are obviously the ones who are not reading it because the more I stay off the internet, the more I realized how fucked up the internet is. And I watch, I've watched people I associate with. They're changing because it's like, Oh, you, you stared into the abyss a little too long and now it's staring back at you and you're starting to become the monster you claim to fight. And I'm telling you kids fucking around with neurotic, irrational people It's infectious. It will rub off on you at some point. And the only way to cure it is step away from it. Do not engage with it. Ignore it, block it, mute it, whatever you got to do, because otherwise you're the next person going, God, maybe it is me. Maybe I'm crazy.
0: I have a question for you. Sure. And this this follows from my tweet, my retweet of your announcement for this show, where I Uh. said... I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to tell anybody that because I'm down with the sickness. Right. So I'm just I'm just giving you fair warning now. I'm going to be contrary all night long. Okay. Be contrary. So, so my first question is, if you're supposed to get off the internet, but you're also supposed to read your article, in a sense, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. Because yeah, your article is part of the internet.
4: Correct. Get off social media. How about that?
0: Basically, what you're saying is everything out there is bullshit except my shit, which is the good shit.
4: Nope, I'm saying mine's bullshit too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you are. It and was inferred. Leave me alone. I am starting a religion. Now that that now that I could get behind. <laughs> that is a sickness. I'm will, down. Will with.
1: there will there be Kool Aid involved? dude
4: there's gonna be more than kool-aid but before the kool-aid we're gonna have sluts in heaven and then then we're gonna have yes
0: (laughs) it's gonna be like you know boysenberry flavored bud light right some kind of shit
4: right uh we're we're gonna have you know rule zero breweries brew up a special batch you bet and i'll I'll tie it to that hey why not It's it's worth it i'll
1: tie it to that (laughs) <laughs> I need to find a. I need to find a way to to synthesize some like raspberry flavored cocaine. Raspberry
0: flavored cocaine.
1: That's just <laughs> that's just targeting children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, get, them they're they're te- get them while they're young. Get them while they're te- young. Te- there
0: may come a time where you know minors will need cocaine. I don't think we're there yet, but I could see it happening.
4: But you say it like it's a bad thing. Just no, give it I like a
1: generation it. or two.
0: It'll be I'm, fine. I'm, I'm indifferent. You worry too much, Nick. I'm indifferent. <sighs> I worry too much.
4: Yeah. Yeah, you, clearly you haven't met Nick.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: I, I, I I've read about, a Substack
0: though. <laughs> I worry about less and less every day. I dude, Same
4: here. Same here. No, that's true. There will there probably won't be any trads there. But then again, you know,
0: uh, it's the gonna be
1: full of Trads. There, well, <laughs> there's gonna, gonna be
4: some because I disagree. Not,
1: there's gonna be some Catholic priests there for sure, dude.
4: Well yeah, there's gonna be them. <laughs>
0: The, uh, what, what kate kate is missing the full uh the full story the big picture is that there will be trads there and they will work for us is that's, that what why, it is? that's why it's hell at least for them okay not for, for me, us
4: it's hell for us because we're it's a fucking area full of trads <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah we get to boss them around and make them do shit
4: i like it it'll work
0: i mean would be like i mean let's think about that like you got if you've got, if you're in hell and you can do almost anything, let's say, I mean, wouldn't the thing, I mean, wouldn't you like, you know, if you had some pedophile priest in there, wouldn't you like, you know, talk to some demon and be like, Hey, you know, Hey Joe, (laughs) how about you, you know, transform yourself into the, you know, into the, uh, you know, appearance of a choir boy and mercilessly, you know, fuck this priest asshole until he can't fart anymore you know <laughs> and if you do stuff like that i'll take hell
4: yeah, fair enough well, well at least at, kate, at least kate will find a boyfriend down there finally shit <laughs> <laughs> and, and they'll be serving the beef wellington too
0: yeah uh, well kate'll kate'll be down there you know talking to i mean there's husband.
4: gonna be
1: sushi though
0: there will well, be that's what I was gonna say, you know, she's gonna be, she's gonna be down there. She's going to, have to try to find a corner of hell that's not warm, so the sushi stays, you know, cold and
1: fresh. Yeah, but it's gonna be, tr- it's gonna be like corner store truck stop sushi, though. It's, well, she'll be, uh, you know, uh, she'll
0: be, she'll be talking to her spicy tuna hand roll boyfriend <laughs> sitting across from <laughs> her in the booth in the little hand roll stand,
1: um. <laughs> like still in a plastic container with the clear top, I'd say. Uh, <laughs> meet my fr- me my friend Jeff.
0: <laughs> I did I did I fucked with little I, that, where it comes from is I fucked with little spurt one day and I we were out we we're out getting sushi and and uh I like spicy tuna hand rolls. So we had gotten a couple of them and they came they come out and they were in those little stand-up, you know, things. And uh so you know we had one sitting there and I just I moved it, you know, I moved it next to me and and you know I addressed it as joe or bob or you know some kind of shit and she was and she was she was looking at me like you know aren't you i was just like aren't you gonna introduce yourself to bob she just she looked at me like what the fuck have you had you know just like just like you always do bull you're like if you had a mini stroke what the fuck is going on and that's and that's why i like doing that shit to her because like you can almost see the smoke coming out of her ears and you know, that's a, that's a lazy way to keep things interesting because yeah, she's going to think I'm a little bit crazy, but then, you know, you bring it back around later to something else and then you fuck the shit out of her and it all balances out. Yeah. It all balances out.
4: It's kind of like manufactured outrage, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You got to keep the wheels spinning a little bit, keep them on their toes so they don't know what the fuck's coming next.
0: That's, that's, that's pretty much where I got that idea from was Ryan and manufactured outrage. And I was like, well, if you can manufacture outrage, you can manufacture anything. So (laughs) outrage, outrage isn't fun all the time. You know, you got to mix it up a little. So, right.
4: well, you know, if you can manufacture outrage and you can manufacture politics and you can manufacture vaccines and all kinds of other bullshit, why not? Why not just manufacture it all? That's why I said, dude, I'm going to start my own religion. I'm telling you what I'm manufacturing everything.
1: There you go. There you go. Well, girls. I mean, a lot of times girls have, girls have an easy, they manufacture shit sometimes easily themselves. Like I was, I went out last weekend. I went out with some friends for a friends birthday party and it ran late. I told my girl, I'm like, we'll be back. I'll be back later on and we'll hang out. I didn't get back to her house till like after 10 o'clock that night. She's sitting on a couch. She's like, she's like got tears. She's in tears and shit. She's upset. So I didn't ask her what was going on. I kind of figured she was upset. And so I just took her to the bedroom, pounded the her out.
4: I was going to say, did the tears give it away or what?
1: Yeah. I took her back to her room, pounded her out. And then we're just like laying there post coiling And she's like, I'm sorry. I was so upset earlier. I just missed you. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, whatever. She's like, I was, I was in, I was in my, she's like, the hamsters were going. And I'm like, yeah, I figure. So
4: yeah. You you the hamsters. Spinning. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so and then she was fine. She was fine after that, you know. She was like, Hey, you hungry? Can I make you something? Get you something to drink. I'm like, No, I'm good. That's all you gotta do. It's not hard.
4: No, you just gotta be willing to do it. That's all.
1: I could have sent to be like, Hey baby, what's wrong? Is there anything I can do?
4: What what's got
1: you down there? You know? Uh, Is it something I
4: said or did? What 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 let me let me make this right for you? Just tell me how to make it right, baby. You know
1: that shit. I don't know, man.
4: <laughs> no, there's there's definitely a time and a place where either you manufacture some outrage or some other bullshit to, to chill the hamsters, or you you know there are times where it's like, oh shit, okay, yeah, this is you know she just found out her dad died,
1: you know? oh, and yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah 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 yeah
4: we're not you know she's going nuclear. We we need to chill out a little bit, you know, just a little bit. So I get it.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> Well, it's like uh, here a couple weeks ago, she brought me a, she came, she came to my house and she brought me a, a Dunkin' Donuts coffee and she brought a medium cup and I, said, and I opened the door. I'm like, oh, cool coffee. And I looked at the cup and I was like, oh, it's a medium. I looked at her. She's like, yeah. I'm like, why don't you love me anymore? <laughs> you just brought me a medium? Like, you know, I like the large. <laughs> and she's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Like, well, I guess it's okay
4: <laughs> yeah, thanks for nothing <laughs> yeah I've done shit like that before too it's like you know shows up with a small and it's like is that for your other boyfriend because that ain't the size I usually order <laughs> oh I'm
1: going to use that I'm going to yeah.
4: use that <laughs> <Just a fuck laughs> clearly you were buying for him because this ain't mine why don't you love me anymore <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: But I mean, even with that, like I banged her out after I drank the coffee, and she was better.
0: (laughs) She was better for a little while, and then yeah, she slowly slunk into the closet and drank herself. Well, they always the girls always backtrack,
1: you know, they backslide.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, there was a funny, there was a funny comment on—I don't remember what it was. There was a funny comment on, you know, Twitter, and I was on, I was on, uh, on. I did not follow Rob's advice this week and I was on the internet. I've been on the internet. So um, I've not I've not touched any grass in, in quite some time. And so I was on the internet, I was on Twitter and I don't remember what who who I just made this comment about how, you know, I didn't I didn't even care about my girlfriend for like the first nine months I was going out with her. And I, I and I yeah. and I didn't. I mean not really. I mean, you know, I cared about her in the same way in the same minimalistic fashion, I care about humanity, which is almost zero. And, you know, all, you know, for the first nine months, you know, we'd see each other once a week, spend a few, you know, every couple of weeks, we'd spend the weekend together and just had a great time. And then, you know, holy shit, her birthday's coming up and I wanted to do something nice for her. So I was planning to go to the beach. So I let her come with me (laughs) and, you know, got her birthday cake, you know, did all, you know, all kinds of, fun and crazy shit because all of a sudden I started to care about her a little bit, but you know, most people seem to jump into, most people seem to start caring about the person they're dating before their first
1: date.
4: Oh her. God. Right. Which Holy is ridiculous.
1: Shit. I mean, shit. Kate, Kate said she's four plus years in and her boyfriend.
4: Like still on probation. Yeah.
1: Well, number one, like I don't see how you can keep a spicy shrimp roll that long. <laughs> Like I, I called my girlfriend Proby for like the first nine months we were together. Pissed her off. <laughs> I took, I took a page from Nick and called her Proby.
4: <laughs> well, that's, she that's, yeah, she probably didn't like it, but that's the point. You yeah. It, it's, funny, <laughs> it's funny that you guys both bring this up because uh, there's, I was talking to a woman here, well, yesterday, okay. You know, doing the Facebook thing. And yes, kids, it's official white boy summer has begun. Well, <laughs> oh, man, really? Yeah, the feast is just starting because, man, the little tiny trickle that I always get that's pretty typical for the average dude. Dude, I, there's chicks from all over fucking liking me, swiping right shit. Okay. Okay. So, and, you know, I'm eliminating most of them based on pictures that it's like, oh, no, no, thank you. Goodbye. And then the others, it's more about like location. Like, okay, you're in, you know, you're in Green River, Wyoming. You know, it's like, you're, you're like four fucking hours away one way. Yeah, I don't think so. You know, the, the sex is going to be great, but it ain't going to be that great. Not for an, a nine hour drive. Not for that, that kind a- of
1: fucking drive.
4: No, no. But this this chick had, you know, messaged me basically saying, oh, my God, you say one of the same things I say on my profile. And I checked it out and sure as shit, we said the same thing to which I responded back to her. And I said, the question is, does what you say mean what I said? You know, does yours mean what mine means? Okay, Mm. because it was one of those, you know, what's a secret type of thing? You know, tell me one of your best secrets. And it's like, get to know me and find out is what I said. And that's what she said. But I had to respond back to her. Cause like I said, it was identical. I was like, oh shit, you know, that's fun. But I was like, so does yours mean what mine means? You know, and we banter a little bit and yep, it pretty much means the same thing, you know, cause she described it to me and I'm like, yeah, that's, that's about right. But you know, one of the questions that kind of comes up and, and the only reason I'm entertaining this chick is she lives in, in, uh, Christ it's somewhere mountaintop or burley or something's fucking Idaho. She's like 4 hours one way away, okay? But she says she's down in Salt Lake all the time and she likes to travel. So I'm kind of like, ah. "All right, well, if you're down here all the time type of thing for whatever reason, then then this might be worth a a a meetup at least you know let's let's size each other up let's check it out you know if you're going to be down here why not what the hell but it was funny going to the proby comment and even kate's remark about four years plus because you know we're talking about what are you looking for you know and she's like well she just got divorced okay this is also white boy summer has just begun there's another chick I'm talking to who lives a lot closer that just got out of a relationship, and all she wants to do is have fun, and it's like hell yes, yeah, I'm up for that shit. That's how I know white boy summer's begun because they're dumping all their beta boyfriends, okay? Or so their what beta. You're,
1: husbands. What you're saying is I need to re re uh, or take my uh, Facebook dating thing. Put it back you need and to then,
4: reactivate it or whatever. Reactivate it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, dude. You know, I never deactivate mine, and that's that's how I'm able to, you know, get you know charts and graphs for all you kids at home to let you know that it's officially begun because the women are dumping all their exes and and all their bullshit, and they just want to have fun, and and you know, uh, or like this one chick said to me, you know, she goes, just got out of a relationship. I just want to eat ice cream off someone sexy. And I was Damn, like, "Well, said that? yeah, that's what she said. So I had mm-hmm. to hit her up and I was like, well, if that's true, let's talk. And even if it's not true, even if that's an exaggeration, one, your fucking inbox is about to get dog. And <laughs> yeah. number two, it's, it's creative better than the usual bullshit of no hookups. I'm a mom first. You know, kids in career. I'm looking for something serious, you know, because I swear to God, uh, most women so found a course or a, a pamphlet somewhere uh that was the how to get into online dating 101, and they all just mm. copied and pasted the same shit. So at least yeah. this one is original. Well, according to her, we'll see. But according to her, it's real. Like she's like, Yeah, you know, I I want to have fun. I'm I'm not here to get into commitment. And I'm like, talk to me. I'm interested. You know, I'm, I'm curious what you have to say. But the other chick, real quick, going back to the probie remark. So I asked her, you know, what are you looking for ultimately? You know, what are you, what are you looking for? And she's like, well, you know, I kind of want my, you know, first last date kind of thing. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, lady, your fucking divorce papers aren't even dry yet. <laughs> because you just got divorced and you're <clears throat> now you're looking for the one, you're looking for your soulmate, and you just got divorced like a month ago. It was finalized a month ago, and I'm like, let me let yeah. me just say my opinion, which is, well, you got a date to figure out what you want, and you got to learn to walk before you can run, and. Maybe you're being just a little unrealistic. Maybe maybe you ought to back off a little bit and just fucking enjoy the time. And if it turns into something, hey, what do you know? You you found a dude that you can stand and maybe he turns into that guy that, yep, he's there when you die. Then again, maybe not. You know, because I even told her, I was like, Yeah, I'm probably not that guy, you know, because I don't think that way. I don't look at it like, oh, I'm I'm looking to meet my one. I'm looking to meet, you know, my ride or die chick. It's like, no, I I just want to meet somebody that wants to hang out once in a while and likes to fuck. You know, that's what I'm looking for.
0: <laughs> anytime anytime I get that question, my answer is and this was whether it was, you know, you know, working them on the dating app or, you know, meeting them in person or whatever else, you know. Meeting them in, you know, from some kind of social situation. Anytime they asked me what I was looking for, it, it was always a good time. That was it. That's all I ever said. I'm looking for yeah. a good time. Yep. And yeah. and I never said anything more long. than that. And I never and I never asked them what they were looking for. Although, of course, they always. Tell me tell you you know, anyway.
4: Tell me. All right. They tell you anyway. And they, uh,
0: and they always say the same thing, which is why I just don't care about any of that shit. I won't. Right. I try to avoid yeah. those conversations altogether because they don't mean anything. And I know that, you know, three, you know, three meetups or dates or whatever, you know, in if we make it that far which half of them don't um or i don't however you want to look at it from whichever side um you know it's it's not it's not going to matter anymore i mean you know uh little spurg and i have never had that conversation not right. really right. not the not the what are you looking for kind right. of thing because you know first of all i don't think she wanted to ask that question because i don't think she wanted to get an oh, answer and, that she didn't yeah, like.
4: Yeah. She didn't want to hear what you might say. Yep. Right. Right. And, we had a moment <clears> of self-awareness <throat> there. Yeah. Right.
0: So, you know, and so, you know, finally as time, you know, went on, you know, especially as she saw how cold I was at first and how much I warmed up over time, that was her answer. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't, you know, the fact, the fact that we, you know, that we're almost five years into this thing now, you know, answered answered the question for her. I mean she gets upset sometimes because you know I'm not you know declaring my undying fealty to her for all of eternity <laughs> but you know
4: and you never will
0: <laughs> and I won't but my point mm. with her is you know you're always you don't think we have a commitment and yet we're still together. So yeah. so what is it, you know, and of course, you know she wants a ring well I usually married and she wants all that other
1: bullshit. I usually usually just answer whenever a girl online asks that question. I usually just tell them that I don't know, but I'm excited to see where it goes. there's that. Yeah. Aw. Aw. You big sweetie. I know. (laughs) Well, Well, I I have to to offset my look with my words <laughs> that's fair that's fair I'm, I'm a big scary looking <laughs> motherfucker you're, an, you're
0: yeah. an intimidating motherfucker and that's yeah, exactly right got yeah gotta do the teddy bear thing. no i, no, I, I think can... i think that's wise i think is, i think it's legit. it's legit I, highlighting that contrast especially in order to compensate for the fact that you know <laughs> you look like you're yeah. gonna turn her into a sock puppet I think that's, well, yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: that's, yeah, because I've that's a lot of times I've gotten that I've gotten that kind of feedback over the years. It's like, yeah, you're you're kind of scary looking,
4: <laughs> you know. And maybe, maybe you're on to something there, Nick. If if Bull has to turn into a big gushy teddy bear because he looks like he might murder them and eat them, you know, because I've seen the man in person and he fuck, he's a big dude, so I get it. So he's got to tone it down where I'm not that big and I'm not nearly as intimidating as him. And I tend to kind of go the opposite direction in the way I speak, where I am very fucking brutally honest with them, that it's like, what are you looking for? Well, I'm a red-blooded American man who happens to be heterosexual. I like sex, you know? And yeah, does mm-hmm. it doesn't turn a lot of them off? Sure it does. And that's okay, because yeah. at least I'm not fucking around. But the ones that stick around, they're like, oh, my God, you're being honest. And it's like, well, yeah, I don't have time to fuck around all day. So I might as well be straightforward forward with you. And I give it straight to them. You know, it's just like, you know, here's who I am. This is what I am. And if I sound blunt, it's not meant to be like a dickhead. It's just let's cut through the bullshit. You say you don't want drama or games. All right. Here's what I'm about. This is what I'm looking for. Are you in? Yes or no? Yeah. And well, I'm not, I'm more often I'm than still, not, they're like, sign me up. I'm still straightforward with them. Like,
1: I don't like be around the bush and shit. But I just, I soften. I choose my words and stuff more carefully compared well, to, you know, when I'm I was younger.
4: Soft, right. I'm more soft in person. I tend to, to dial yeah. it back a notch. But texting, ah man, I fucking just, here it is. This is what I'm looking for. This is what I want. Are you in or are yeah. you not? Because I don't want to fuck around. If I can get them in front of me, their ass is mine.
0: Well, I don't even. I don't. I and, and again, let's let's get back. You know, shouldn't have to say this, but <laughs> especially especially you know on this on this show with this. Right. Group, but
4: we we still have to say it. Well, yeah. it's it's
0: just that there's not one right way to do no, shit. No, there's no. There are there are a lot of right ways to do shit, and my way of doing shit is different from Rob's way of doing shit is different from bull's way of doing shit. And yet, you know, we, we end up with more or less the same result that we want, which is really all that matters because I don't, I mean, it, it, I I don't have, I, I make them drag that kind of shit out of me. And it's not, it's not necessarily totally conscious and deliberate. It's just that I hate having those kinds of conversations. So I won't do it. And I don't, and, 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 and in addition to that, you know, I don't have serious conversations with people. I don't know anyway. So if it's, if it's a first or second time us seeing each other and if they, you know, you know, I, I'm, I'm a lot nicer, you know, in person than I am on Twitter only because I don't have time to waste on Twitter or don't really have time to waste in person either, but I don't have a lot of patience for Twitter. And I do have, I do have patience for, you know, real people who are decent and, and whatnot. But, you know, it, it's the kind of thing where I don't even want to I don't I want to talk about that shit. And if and, you know, whoa, you know, I've, I've had plenty of women who have tried to do the whole, you know, job interview first or second date kind of thing. And I just oh, fucking, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just I, if they do that, I fucking destroy them you know, yeah, no, it's that's like, it's like, so what do you, so, you know, so what's your job exactly? What do you do? You know, what are you looking for? and I'm like, as many women in my <sighs> bed as I can get. And, <laughs> and then, the, and then, you know, they're like, Oh, so you're a player, huh? And I was like, yeah I, don't know what, yeah, I don't know what you call that. I just know what I like. And most of the time they change the subject. It doesn't even matter anyway. And sometimes they, you know, that's, that's the end, but you know, fine. Yeah. Save me some time. Right. You know, so it kept me from wasting my time. But most of the time I don't even get, that explicit because my goal is to is to if I if I actually get together with somebody and obviously it's been a little while now since I've been with Spurg for so long, but it was more about, you know, I just want to have a good time. And if we keep having a good time then, <laughs> <laughs> then we're gonna keep having a good time. You know? Oh, it's
1: brutal. And <laughs> God it's like damn
0: Kate chose violence today. I like it. Well she chooses mm-hmm. violence every day. So.
4: Yeah, she <laughs> wakes <waved. laughs> violence. So that's okay.
0: But I've had, I don't say, Oh, I can, you know, what are you looking for? I was like, the, yeah, next, the, woman the, in, the next woman in my bed. And, you know, some of them be like, you know, Oh, that's just, you know, yeah, you whatever, know, whatever the, whole, whatever what the word for? is degenerate or whatever. And sometimes <laughs> they're like, okay, oh, I can be her. And I was like,
4: no. yeah, yeah, that's seeing that's, huh? that's my point from my end because I used to do, you know, the, the indirect method or whatever you want to call it, the mystery would teach and all that shit. <sighs> where you, you kind of come at them from the, the flank, so to speak. You don't <laughs> hit them in the fucking face with it like mode one, like uh, Alan Roger Curry does. Okay. And granted mode one's not for the faint of heart going Ooh, straight in no. and just being like, God damn, I just want to take you home and fuck the living shit right out of you. Dude. Yeah. You're going to get blown out a lot, but if you can weather that shit you're going to meet women who are going to be like, oh, my God, you're actually being like honest with me. And it's like, yes, I am. And some of them are going to turn around and walk out the door with you.
0: Well, and it's and it's always and it's always different, too. And, you know, you mentioned, you know, the chick who just got divorced or was going through a divorce. Right. You know, if I'm if I'm just, you know, seeing people dating, whatever the, that's those have always been my favorite women, because unless they're really crazy, they're not they're not looking to snatch down the next guy they can, you know, for a husband, you know, they're looking to ride the carousel for a while. So if I can, Mm -hmm. especially if you get in there early before they've, you know, before they've had a chance to get chlamydia, it's always a good thing. And, and, you know, if I can, if I can be an early, if I can be an early, you know, uh, early entry, early contender, an early horse on that carousel, you know, early bird. All right. You Strike know. while the iron's hot. Yeah. Oh dude, the, the chicks of their mid to late thirties who who were just going through a divorce, god damn, you know. Yep. I don't I don't see how if you're just looking to get laid, especially if you're, you know, I include bull in this, but I include Rob and myself more because you know, we're just we're old, you know, no kids to raise, and none of that kind of shit going on with us. It's like You know, there's, you know, why, why, why try to create another institution? Why, why try to do this whole marriage thing again when there's no real, you know, there's no real advantage to it if you're not somebody who's relatively young and having kids and having a family is a goal. But, you know, I did that until that went away. And at this point, it's like, I'm not, I'm not interested in recreating that. It was, we've talked about this ad nauseam for me it was like what kind of new thing do i want to do now if i can be if i can be the architect which i am anyway if i could accept the responsibility as the architect of my future what do i deliberately want to make that future look like and become and that's that's where that's where it gets interesting because that's where you can just say all right well i
1: want to have a good time right yeah well, that's another, that's like something I've had to learn on that, my uh, turn. I usually, I usually, uh, I leave the question of, uh, I'll ask them what their pain tolerance is. I save that for the second, second meetup. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you, you really can't, can't uh, I've had, I've led with that before and it's it hasn't turned out.
4: No, 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 well. yeah, no. I, I did that mm. when I was younger. There was yeah. a point in time the one of the places I used to live in, I had mounted a sex swing from a ceiling stud and, mm. uh, girls would walk into the living room and here's this fucking sex swing hanging there, <laughs> right, right there in the middle of the, of the, of the living room. And they saw that. And you know, some of the chicks knew exactly what it was. Others had no idea. And then, so of course they'd ask, you know, what, what is that? And I was like, Oh, well, that's a sex swing. Almost mm-hmm. all of them were intimidated by it. Yeah. Okay, they not to say you know th- there were some that were curious and sure as shit they got to try it out. Okay, you know hey, we'll, we'll we'll put you in the swing. It'll be fun. You know others, it's like look, you know I didn't say I was gonna throw you in it, but you know you want a glimpse in my soul. Here we go. You know I'm not ashamed of this thing, but all of them initially were intimidated as as hell by well, that's,
1: that. Yeah, that's why I, it's like that's why I went. I had to transition to an under match or, or under bed right system. right, so right. I can, yeah. I can hide i mean i can pull them out but it's like if a girl comes over i'll i'll fucking put those underneath the bed you know you just hide them because otherwise right. i mean you got that shit out there would be like oh, what the fuck you know what am i getting into right All it right. might it might put them off a little bit well girls it'll, are it'll, like, it, it, oh, it's wow. a
4: good way to weed out some of them depending on what you're looking for you yeah. know if you're looking for a chick who's not going to be intimidated that's She might be interested. She might take it as a challenge. She Mm -hmm. might be like, ooh, yeah, fucking sign me up. I love these things. You know, whatever it is. But the ones that are kind of on the fence, either you'll push them off the fence with something like that one way or the other. They're either going to be like, hell, yeah, I'll try that out. Maybe not tonight, but I'll try it at some point here in the near future. It's
1: like, what's that bench for? Oh, it's a massage bench. It's a massage bench. (laughs) (laughs) It's a weight bench. That's right. It's a, it's a, <laughs> doing? It be. Girl.
0: It's
3: a Smith
1: machine. Sure. <laughs> that's
0: right. For upright rows.
4: Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, I, I should too. probably put some hand weights down there at the floor.
4: <laughs> well, some it, would help. it would help mask it a little better. Yeah. <laughs> can't really mask. You get the occasional girl
1: that's like, oh. I know what that is. That's not a weight bench. She's, you're like, oh my goodness.
4: She knows. She knows. <laughs>
1: hey, but there's nothing wrong with that.
4: That's oh, just nope. like this chick that when when I told her, you know, rather you're being serious or you're just joking, it's creative and refreshing. When she was talking about licking ice cream off of someone sexy, you know, well, she came right back at me and was like, "Oh, I'm serious." And that's where I was like, "Cool, your place or mine." I, mm-hmm. I'm waiting for a response she hasn't unmatched or anything like that so maybe she does maybe she fucking takes the bait we'll see what happens you know but i'm just putting it straight out there it's like fuck it you know here we go
0: well the thing i like the thing i like to do and and it's and it's i call it the you know uh what's his fucking name uh shit well i used to know is i used to call it this because i used to know sean connery's character's name from the untouchables Mm. Malone Malone I called it the Malone gambit because because there's that scene where he's talking to Elliot Ness and he's like if they send one of yours to the hospital you send one of theirs to the morgue and Mm -hmm. so any any time anytime these chicks wanted you know they you know to do that whole thing like well you know. You Know, try to they try to they try to go kind of mode one and direct about it, and uh-huh. to, you know, you know, it's almost a shit test. It's like you want to yep. lick ice ring off, off of whatever, I'm you know, I'm gonna do XYZ, and that way they always know that you know they 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 don't know exactly what to expect, right? And I, and I think you got to do that because if not, you're going to end up being the guy that, you know, gets blowjobs for doing the dishes, even though you do the dishes, but the blowjob never comes, right? Right, right. And, and so, you know, for me, it was always an instinctual thing about how, yeah, I always got to, I'm always going to take it to the next level, yep. you know, and, and make sure that I, you know, and I push that. Because in the, in the end, that's leadership is what that is. Well, and,
4: and it is passing, you know, it is kind of that agree and amplify, if you will, you know, because yeah, you're are yeah. not arguing with her, you're not trying to get points or whatever. So you're agreeing that okay, you're serious, cool. My place or yours. That's the amplify. You're okay. We're it's back to you now. Do you back off or do you take it? You know, and so we'll see if she's full of shit or not. You know, time will tell and odds are she's probably full of shit, but whatever, you know, These they're not ventured, nothing gained. Yeah. You know, it's like, ah, oh, fuck it.
0: Well, if she, I mean, it's like if she asks you, cause, cause, I mean, this is so fucking easy. It's like, well, well what are your limits? And I, you know, my answer is always, what's a limit? <laughs> <laughs> you know, because, and, and, and there's a method to that madness because the contrast between the shit you say, but then you're not actually, you, you're treating her well. Yeah. But yeah. the shit you're yeah, saying, yeah, dude, dude. the shit you're saying is a little bit, you know, intimidating or it's a little bit out there and and i i just can't i can't be any other way than that because if i am because i have been the other way before and i was just you know a weak piece of shit and i can't go i can't i can't do that anymore it's like you know and i used to think it was because of you know i did all this this you know this work and i you know i became you know i became i became the stoic i was meant to be and i tapped into my inner Marcus Aurelius and all that other bullshit, but, you know, and there is, there is truth to some of that, but the rest of it is, is that, and this gets back to, you know, why I was being so, you know, I was pushing back about the thing about tonight's show is because, you know, I finally realized one of the, one of the reasons I've probably been so successful is because. I don't have any competition because everybody else out there is a weak motherfucker. So I want you to I want you to stay on Twitter and argue with Spurgs and spin your wheels and waste your fucking time because that keeps you out of my way. And that means I get to roll through life much easier than if I'm having to compete with every single motherfucker out there. And so my advice to all y'all out there is, you know, I don't give a shit. If you get yours, you know I'm getting I will, mine. I will
1: say I will say this about that question about what's your limits. <laughs> from <laughs> what are limits? I love it. Oh, limit? Well, I mean, choose your words carefully, and uh, you don't think I choose my <laughs> words carefully? How long have you well, known I, me? Not you, Nick. I'm talking about. I'm talking to the fucking crowd here. All right, I'm talking to the retard's. Just be 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 careful with that, because well, I mean, unless your limits no, are no, like
4: no, no, let them eat fucking paint.
1: But, it, but here's here's yeah. the thing. and here's, here's, here's I've here's I've overplayed method. my hand with that in my younger years where girls would ask me, like, what's your limits? I'm like, <laughs> well, it, you know, if, around, it, find it, out, you know, it
0: depends. <laughs> it depends on how much fucking, you know, and this this is where, you know, game and personality comes in, because if you're like if they're like, what are your limits? And you're like, I don't have a limit. Then it's be like, oh, yeah, they're going to be they're going to they're going to fuck off, you know, right after they go to the bathroom, they're going to run out the back door. But if you know how to talk to people and you know how to, you know, you know how to put that mischievousness in your voice and you know how to joke Mm -hmm. around with people, then it becomes, oh, is he serious or is he not? And that's Mm -hmm. the part that's the part that's intriguing because they don't know.
4: Yeah, exactly. They're not sure if you're fucking with them or if you're actually serious. That actually happened here not too long ago with my belly dancer because I've always joked around with her. About being the devil. That I am the devil and I am here to do the devil's work. Okay? You know, taking from the devil's rejects. Which she's never seen and that's fine. So she thinks that's a Rob original and that's fine. I'm not going to dissuade her. Okay? But she actually has introduced me to some of the other belly dancers and some other people she knows when we've gone to events that she's like, Oh, let me introduce you to, you know, my man, my guy, he is the devil, you know? And she says that she's like, I'm dating the devil. And it's like, damn right. You are, you know, I'll, I'll play that up all day long. Even though she's wondering, God, is he serious? Is he buying his own bullshit here? Or is he just fucking with me? And that's two years now I've been doing this to her that it's like, you're dating the devil, honey. You know, that's the way it goes. And so she's kind of going along with the story. It's like, ah, fuck it. It's fine. I'll be I'm good with that.
0: Well, it's, I mean, it's, and it's, you know, the, the three of us have no problem with this because it's, it's not, it's not even, it's not a program. It's just about, having fun and knowing how ha- right. knowing how to have fun and right. that's that's really all it is yep. now it's it's it's, it's it's shit you can learn to do if you don't already know how to do it but that's just you know having fun doesn't come naturally for a lot of people you no know, they're,
4: they're too fucking serious is the problem
0: right and you can you can see that by interactions on so this is a uh leave series v Oh, so whatever. you got a
4: 35 too. All right. Yeah. We're both looking the same thing. We're well, you, both put, you
0: put me on them years smoke. ago. So I, oh, I I know,
4: but I wasn't sure either what you were because I know you like to bounce around a bit and try out mm-hmm. different things. And and I do too. But when I got a hold of these, because I, I went to the, the cigar store here a few days back because I was out and it was like, okay, it's been a minute, I need to stock up. And so I went in and bought a box of the Siri five and a couple of their house cigars, which those were good, but I already smoked them. And you know, what, Oh, well, what are they? Well, they're house cigars. They're, they're the, they yeah, they roll them yeah, there. Nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. They dude. Can be good. Oh yeah. These ones are phenomenal for eight bucks. I'll tell you what, it's like, dude, this, you guys wow. could be charging way more, way more per stick because they're, they're like a $25 cigar in a fucking $8.
1: Yeah, I'm going. I'm going down to my barber this weekend to get trimmed up, and I'm going to pass by Black House Cigar on the way, so oh, hey, I'm going to pop in there. I'm going to pop in there and see what they got going on. I
0: need to. I need to start grifting again. I need to get some. <laughs> I need to get some more cigar money. I taught my last crypto class a few weeks ago, and uh, and I'm. I'll, already- I'll
1: send y'all. I'll. I'll see what they got going on in there. See what they got, and I'll. I'll send I've you already. One. I've already
0: spent all that money on new bourbon. Invest in adult- you know that's a that's a that's an excellent point, DK, <laughs> DKD. Um, I did get one of those. Now it's gone now because I used it with my ex-wife. So you know when she left, I I tossed all her all her shit out. But uh I do like those. Those are Hi. those are very very useful. I forget what they call. Them. They have a I, name for them. They're,
1: they're <laughs> wedge pillows. Well, they're wedge pillows. I got one. There I, my wedges. girlfriend, my girlfriend has one at her house for obvious reasons because she's fucking.
0: I'm just, um, I'm talking about there was some brand name, the Lovinator or whatever the fuck stupid shit they called it, but whatever that was. But yeah. Generic
1: wedge.
3: I, 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 I got I I to buy that,
1: one, dude. I got to say, I had this, to buy so one. And, oh, okay.
4: The man's throwing money, so I got to acknowledge well, that. Right, devs throwing two dollars. Invest in a doggy style pillow. It is a wedge, though. I know exactly the pillow because I've had them. And dude, they are worth the money. They are. Yeah. You don't good. need to get a brand name, high tech. You know, the Lovinator or whatever they're calling it. <laughs> you, you don't need nothing <laughs> like that. You just—it's literally—it's a wedge pillow, and you can pick them up for probably like 20, 30 bucks or something. You know, and for about they yeah. Are, they are worth the money. They—they they are so worth the money. Absolutely. Yeah, I had, well, I, I had well, to
1: get one. I had to get one for my girlfriend's bed. Her her daughter one day <laughs> asked her. She saw it inside her bed. And she's like, "What's that for? What is that?" And <laughs> my girlfriend's like, I, "It's for my neck. <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: It's
0: for next my ergonomic thing for my back.
4: Yeah, Ooh. yeah." Yeah. You know, I, I elevate my legs with it.
0: <laughs> one, of, one of our, one of our kids came in our room once, just, you know, this was many, many mm-hmm. moons ago now. And, you know, I forgot it was, the, the pillow was still, it was either, it was either laying on the bed or it was like at the foot of the bed on the, we had this leather, like uh like a, like an ottoman at the foot of our bed. Right. That mm-hmm. had storage inside of it. And I, and, and I kept it in there under a blanket and, you know, it was sitting out one day and kid walks in and he's just looking at it. And of course our whole, our whole room is decorated in a very, you know, dark kind of conservative looking theme. But then there's this kind of bright purple triangular pillow laying there on the thing. And (laughs) He's talking to us about something. He wants to go somewhere. He's gonna go spend the night at the lake with his friends or whatever else. And he just he just looks down. I see him look down at the pillow and then he just looks back up. He doesn't say anything and he turns around and walks out. <laughs> Which I thought was hilarious. A that he knew what it was. Or mm-hmm. he knew, or he kn- he did even if he didn't, even if he had not been previously acquainted with them. He figured out real quick what the yeah, fuck that he was. Yeah, didn't want
4: to know. <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs> oh, that, God, yeah, oh,
4: shit. Days. oh, shit. I don't want to open a Pandora's box here.
0: Without this disgusting fucking, bullshit again. Fucking
1: Brent Rosencrantz, dude. He's, he's smoking a good shit. The My Father Petite Robusto. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah, are I nice, man. The my, my Father, those are good, that, man.
4: Yeah, the whole brand. Because
1: uh, is- the, uh if I recall correctly, the, the family... That makes them my father. They they came from Cuba, so like they, the original generation. I don't think uh uh I don't think the old man makes them anymore. But like the the kids basically took over the business and stuff. And so those are really fine cigars. Uh, f- decent price, man. Like if you, any kind of my father, I like those too. Yeah. Very good. Very good smoke.
4: Yep. Yeah, they're another one of my favorites as well as the arturo fuentes that you turned uh, yeah the where, x you know, the opus x is opus fucking x. harder to, than hell to find yeah yeah But even it, even
0: yeah.
4: One, the other ones are good even the other arturos are good
0: yeah so. i gave i gave a friend of mine uh he had he had gone somewhere and picked up some hard to find bourbon for me and i brought him some arturo fuentes when i went to visit him and and pick those up and he had never had them before and uh and i mean he's and he's the one who had like actual cubans that he's you know yeah. my way before and he smoked one of those arturo fuentes and he
1: was like he's like god damn mm-hmm. yeah if that? you want a good if you want a good medium to 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 dark leaf uh, like, smoke yeah. that's get you get you an arturo fuente man so i, I think uh, i think they have like some some lighter some lighter rolls and stuff some lighter right. uh they filler do. paper don't like they're good but they're not as good as their as their dark leaf man
4: yeah, so they're they're more robust ones are good. And if you're and if you're not used
1: to smoking those dude, they will fuck you up.
4: <laughs> well, they'll fuck you up, but I'm telling you, if you can find like Bull did for me, because mm-hmm. I never knew about the Opus X. I never knew about it. I I'd never done Arturo Fuentes until he was like, Oh shit, I'm getting a couple of these. That's the closest to a Cuban cigar that I've ever had was that Opus X. I've never had a
1: Cuban, so And I
4: have. And you I have and I, Yes, and that that Opus X, like I said, it's about the closest thing that I've encountered that's under a hundred dollars
2: sure. that's
4: like smoking a Cuban that I'm just like, oh Jesus! It was right up there. That it's like, and so every time I go into the cigar shop, I'm looking to see do they have any because they are hard to find. And of course, that one time that we, you and me, went in, that's the only time I've seen them there.
1: It was just yeah. luck, man. Really oh was.
4: I know I know I know it was but I'm telling you they are so they're they're robust but they're smooth. creamy yeah cuz yeah. they're smooth they're creamy and yeah. that's that's like a good cuban it's yeah. like, yeah. rice they're just they're creamy that they're not harsh at all but man they are strong you know but yeah but, huh? but they are worth it if you can get your hands on them and that's yeah, the same I got way. I got
1: fucking lit <laughs> I smoked that motherfucker because I'm used because I am used to more like medium to medium light uh, rolls and stuff and but but like what Brent's saying though he's like he's had Cubans you know and, and like he prefers the Nicaraguan uh filler I like the Nicaraguan with Honduran leaf with filler
0: well and the good the, I mean the good thing about our um, you know say say what you want to about our world economy and everything else. And this is, this is one of the reasons why I'm always, I always say there's no such thing as the West anymore if there ever actually was. But, you know, it's like, yeah, there was a time where the expertise was all in one place. And, and I'm not taking anything away because I've had Cubans and, you know, I'll, I'll jump through hoops to get some, you know, actual Cubans, you know, no, no, no joke. But, you know, the, the baseline for everything else has been raised so much. Because you know, there's you know, there's no there's no such thing as isolation anymore. Not really, and so that expertise is spread out. Products is spread out. You know, raw materials have spread out to the point where you know this shit's been going on long enough that you can you know you can get it. It ends well, up the, being it ends up being more of a you know oh I'm not wearing a polo shirt I'm wearing an Izod shirt kind of thing.
1: You well, know, that's the so, thing though. It's like especially like with the with the corner of cigars and stuff like that a lot of a lot of your a lot of your families and stuff that lived in cuba they they immigrated to these south american countries and stuff and, and they make fantastic cigars right and so basically like it's like you know with Castro and stuff they he basically scared away all the, all the good cigar makers like they left they went to you know they went to like argentina brazil and nicaragua and Honduras. and honduras and stuff and they start they start growing their own shit out there you know yeah fuck commies
4: well exactly they didn't want to be under a communist dictator that's why
1: Mm-mm. you know and that's 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 kind of a good thing man it's like it's a it's a win for everybody who likes to smoke a good cigar yeah, that's well, right I it's
0: mean, diversity our, our goal should be to own cuba in 100 years anyway so if we don't we failed Oh, uh, you know cuba ought to you know cuba ought to be you know as the 51st
4: as the- state <laughs> It, it should be, it be a, like a
0: com.
1: It should be like a Commonwealth, like Costa Rica. You
0: know, it's it's it'll be the new South Miami, <laughs> <It's> the new <laughs> South, South, South Beach,
1: <laughs> South South Miami.
4: <laughs> South South Miami, no shit. A good good South a good South friend Miami.
0: of mine. In fact, you know my my uh, the guy I was just talking about that. I gave the Arturo Fuentes to. He just got back from taking his family on a summer vacation to. Curaçao, which is an island down there near South America. Mm-hmm. He they, they they stayed at this this uh, beach house, you know, on a on a sort of like small cliff overlooking the beach that was just down below. And when the the sky was clear enough, he could see Venezuela from where he was at. And I was like, wow, that's pretty fucking cool. I mean, you know, Venezuela is fucked up as shit. And we joked about that some. But he could see the mountains of Venezuela from where he was at. I was like, God damn! Just think if we'd have gotten a hold of Venezuela before Chavez fucked it up. Well,
1: that's what mm-hmm. we should. If, if Cuba ever opens up, we should we should go down there and do like a fresh and fit podcast where we bring Cuban girls on the, yell at them and they oh, kick them man. off Can you
4: imagine <laughs> holding Cuban girls accountable
1: we might get fucking stabbed <laughs> we might get fucking stabbed up within the first episode <laughs> yeah
4: yeah might, you might I was gonna say Jesus you really wanna play with fire huh fuck around and find out no shit
1: <laughs> I mean I've I've my like my girlfriend's Mexican but I like to fuck with them Cuban girls once once in my life dude <laughs> I'm I'm just going to, I'm just, you know, full
0: disclosure. I'm not a fan of of Hispanic chicks. Never have been.
4: Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. I I like Latinas. I'm okay with them. They don't bother me none. I mean, as far
0: as, as far as people go. Yeah. As far as like dating them and shit.
4: No, that's what I mean. I've dude, I, I, I've, I, I guess I have sort of a predilection towards them because I've dated Costa Rican, Venezuelan, Guatemalan, you know, I, i have in Mexican, you know, like for straight from Mexico, you know, none of these chicks came, you know, none of them started here. They all came from somewhere else and then immigrated here or they're fucking refugees or whatever they may be. And some of them, their English is better than my Spanish. Others It doesn't matter,
1: though. Like-
4: it really doesn't. And they do the Tasmanian devil thing. They get all fired up over nothing and they start oh. you know, spinning around in the little tornado and spitting fire and throwing shit around. And, and I'm just like, and I even fuck with them. I've, I've done that before with the Costa Rican chick where I'm like, calm down, you know, cause you know, that, that's how that works. Kids, you know, you tell a Latina chick when she's in the middle of a tornado, you tell her, Hey, calm down. And you know which jacks her up even more, but then she realizes I'm not budging. And I just looked at her. and I'm like, I'm not scared of you. You're like four foot ten. What are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah. And, uh,
1: yeah, no shit.
4: And then I, they, chill my out. girlfriend
1: gets, they chill yeah. the fuck out. Yeah. My girlfriend's gotten pissed off and stuff. Sometimes I just look at her. I'm like, I like you're pretty when you're mad. You know that you get flushed and everything. If you Ooh, looked at,
0: if you looked at the, scared. if you looked at my roster, He's purple
1: brown. You know it's nice.
0: If you looked at my if you looked at my team picture you'd be like, you know, who is this third Reich Teutonic motherfucker? Well,
4: I figured you're all about Europa, but that's okay.
0: I you know, I I you know, the the Nordic, the Gaelic, you know.
4: Yeah, been there done that too.
0: <laughs> I, I'm favorite. the
4: melting pot, man. I I've kind of gone after every one of them. The only elusive one I've had so far is the Asian. That it's like, okay, I I, I need to get me one of them. Just because, you know, I've heard all kinds of wonderful stories, and so it's like, okay, I need to find me an Asian chick and see, you know, see if I can bag that one, you know, but the rest of them, I've, I've, I've kind of been I've there. Asian
1: girls, like Asian girls are just like they're kind of boring. They're okay, kind of boring.
4: I, I have no idea, you know, I, I just I like uh, I like I, a little pushback. Yeah, no,
0: chicks I date are pretty boring. I mean, yeah, they're, they're pretty boring and mousy.
4: <laughs>
1: Latinos are, you know, they got they usually on on average they have a higher they do have a higher uh, pain threshold. They're pretty much down for anything. But the thing is, like once you once you with like lack of a better word tame them and like once they yeah. understand like you're not you're not dealing with their shit, you know, or like buying into their bullshit, yeah. they tend to simmer down quite a bit and they, oh, they become am. yeah they become really good. Yeah, I'm not.
0: They,
4: they girls. tend to become pretty docile. I'm also yeah. I'm
1: also not saying that I I discriminate
0: as far as you know just like dating people goes, but as far as like relationships go,
1: yeah, my, well, yeah, that's, a, that's the thing. It's like, but the thing about Latinas, what I found out is like, like you really can't take your foot off the pedal with them, oh no, because you <laughs> once you cannot
0: flinch. I you know the the older I've gotten.
1: And this was true when i was
0: younger i just didn't realize it as much but i I need i need i need so much more peace and quiet than most people do anyway Mm -hmm. and and so any, any chick that's just you know bubbly and full of energy and spunky and all that shit all the time it's like you know all right this has been real you know go home you know i i just can't deal with that which is which is why i go for the spurgy girls because you know they tend to be they tend to be a little bit weird you know, which, which I, if it's a good kind of weird, I like that. But then also if they, you know, they tend to be a lot, you know, just a lot quieter and and a lot more able to, uh, they still want attention. They still need attention, but it's not, it's just not the same energy level. It's not the same kind of thing. And, you know, those spunky, those spunky chicks, I just, after a while, it's like, you know, I can't even hear myself think anymore. This is, You know, go away kid. You're bothering me kind of shit. Yeah. It's kind of like the, kind of like the, the foghorn leghorn and the, uh, you know, and the little chicken, you know, it's like, you know, God's sake, quit quit jumping around. And that, you know, and that's, that's the main reason why nothing, you know, none of the, none of the women in their thirties that I've dated have lasted very long. And it's, this, it's not because, you know, oh, they haven't measured up or something. It's, it's, it's always been that they want more attention and energy than I'm going to give them. And, you know, and and I, and I understand that, you know, and, you know, it's it's like, you know, have, have, have fun for a few weeks and then that's going to have to be it because I just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I got shit that I do. I'm not looking to, you know, join your family. I'm not looking to, you know, go to all these, you know, picnics and whatever other bullshit with your work and all this other crap. It's like, it's like, nah, I'm not, I'm not in this for that. And most of, most of them, they get to the point where that's, you know, that's eventually, you know, even if they don't want to get remarried or something like that, they that's that's something that they want. They want somebody to go do all these activities and shit with them so they feel like they're living the kind of life they're supposed to be living. And I just don't want any part of that. So.
4: no, I do. I get it. I get it. It's funny, you know, watching the guys in the chat, you know, bacon brought up when i when I was talking about Asians, you know, do you want more of the darker meat or the lighter meat? And I know what he means because there's a difference. and I mm-hmm. get it. Because Chinese women, for instance, are a lot more on the light side, same with Koreans. But then you get like the Vietnamese or the Thai women, and they're a lot more on the, the darker complexion, okay? And it's the same thing with Latin women, okay? The, the Mexican girl I dated a while back, she was brown, okay? She was dark meat. And yet she was probably the most mellow one of the bunch, Okay, where the Costa Rican chick that I dated for a minute, she was more of the lighter skinned. She had the jet black hair and she had other features that definitely showed you, yeah, this isn't just your average white girl with dark hair type of thing. Hmm. But she was probably the spiciest one and the one that would fly into a tornado over whatever. Yeah. I thought that was interesting kind of where I've done the spectrum of Latin women from kind of a yellow color, brown, almost white, like a white person. And it, it, in my experience, the lighter, the skin, the the bigger, the tornado, that's (laughs) been my experience anyway,
3: which,
4: which I would have thought, you know, initially I would have thought it would be the other way around. You know, I'm just thinking, ah, you know, it's it's the brown chicks that you got to watch out for. They're chill. It's it's the the lighter skinned women that it's like, wow, they are not fucking around. That tornado is impressive. Still doesn't scare me, but okay, that was impressive. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll, I'll give them some credit that it's like, all right, and all all I could think when I saw it coming and it was like, Jesus Christ, it's an F5. Here we go. Was stand your ground. Don't flinch. Don't move. Don't, don't show fear, you know, kind of like a dog and bees, you know, dogs and bees can smell fear. So can a light-skinned Latina woman. So you don't show <laughs> them any fear. You just kind of look at them and go, and, you know, you, well, fucking what, it, what
1: it is, what it is, like you have to have, you have to have machismo with these yeah. Latin girls. Oh
4: yeah. Yeah. You, you do. You, you
1: got, like, they're be- not right. They're not like. American white girls, like, you got to have, you have some fucking backbone Mm -hmm. and you have to, you have to meet force with force almost. It's like,
4: well, that's why I was telling her calm down because I knew it was going to put her into orbit. But when I didn't flinch, she chilled right out You know, she chilled the fuck out and it was like, oh, and then she got very docile after that. She got very calm Mm. and, and everything was fine, you know, but I had to literally go calm down and then when that set her off, then it's just, I'm not afraid of you. You know, what the fuck are you going to do? You know, you're done yet. And then she chilled out. So my brother, you, you my gotta brother step,
1: was, you got to step into that shit.
4: My yeah, brother, you really do. You, really do. you have my to, my
0: brother step. was married to a Latina for a few years. And, uh, Jesus Christ. He, you know, he, <laughs> <years>. and, he <laughs> and he, yeah, a few years. He's been married twice for a few years. He's yeah, he's working on number three. I think, you know, he, He's learned, he's learned no lessons and he certainly doesn't listen to his big brother. Um, but yeah, he was, he was, yeah, I'm with you, McTubus on that. He was,
4: uh, yeah, now there's your tornado.
0: He was the guy, you know, he was, he was the guy that, that I used to be, which was always about, you know, whether it was, whether it was conscious or unconscious or subconscious, whatever it was always, Oh, she's upset you know, let's, let's try to make this, you know, make this as happy as possible. Let's do X, Y, Z. Let's be an appeaser. Let's do all this other bullshit. If there's anybody that ever needed to read no more, Mr. Nice guy, it's my younger brother. And, uh, and so, and that shit, you know, and he married her about the time that I was getting divorced. And, uh, and so I wasn't having any of it. So she and I did not mesh very well at all.
4: Jesus. Nonstop Dre for the $2. Give me them all. Life, pick your poison. Rob, give me them all. In fact, I want to re-say that last part. Rob.
3: Give me them all. Jesus.
4: It's kind of true. I am the melting pot. There's not a woman... <laughs> I, I you know, I'm I'm picky, you know, just like we all have our our likes, our dislikes, our standards, our what we find attractive, what we don't. But at the same time, nationality has never stopped me. That it's like, oh, you're Indian, I, I've dated Indian. And yes, they are underrated. They really are. Okay. And so that's kind of what got me started down the international melting pot: was dating an Indian chick. And it was just like, oh, damn, girl, girl knows some things, you know, and she was a bit on the darker skin side. And then it turned into Latinas. And yeah, I've dated the light skinned, the dark skinned. Uh Like I said, my, the final frontier for me, as far as that goes, when it comes to nationalities, uh, I'm OK with like black women. But they either for me, they're either really good looking or they're not good looking at all. So that one i haven't met one yet where I, that she would be interested in me let's put it that way i've seen some beautiful black women that i'm like hell yeah, sign me up for that but they haven't expressed the interest in me and that's fine you want to hear sorry
0: go ahead. Go ahead.
4: I wanna, well i was just gonna say i'm still on the lookout for you know a black chick too but as far as you know if i'm gonna jet set and be the passport bro and where are you going well i i got a sample asia You know, I want, I want a little bit of all of them, but I'm a little more interested in the, in the darker skin. Just, I don't know why I just am.
0: What's funny is what, if I'm out, when I was out doing my thing, you know, I got, I got hit on by black women a lot Okay. to the point where it, it, the only thing that made sense to me and most of the time it didn't, you know, nothing ever came of it aside from flirting. Right. For whatever reason, Mm -hmm. but but I never could figure out what their attraction was for me. And the only the only thing that I ever I ever the only thing Third the, Right fetish? The, the well, the only thing I ever got to was either something like that, which I <laughs> confess I don't understand.
4: Right. I don't you know, either, but hey, you and, know and having
0: grown up in Alabama, I'm not even no, gonna yeah, pursue it anyway. Yeah,
4: well, you know, but she but, might have plantation fetish okay Uh
0: but then but the other thing was is you know because you you read all this you, you know you read all these uh these articles about you know there it was that you know whether it was actually true or not i don't know but there were all these articles out there about you know all these black women were going after supposedly going after white dudes because you know, contrary to the stereotypical black dude, the white guy was supposed to be stable and all this other shit. And there was this subtle this whether you want to call it racism or not, I don't know, but there was this subtle undercurrent of that in the whole thing. And I was like, you know, that's really kind of weird, you know, because because I because I've, you know, in my professional life, I've worked with I've, you know, our, our company was international. Mm-hmm. Essentially, and and I worked with people all over the world. You know, worked with a lot of uh, Asians, worked with a lot of Middle Easterners, worked with a lot of Europeans, and worked with a lot of black dudes. And you know, all the black dudes that I knew that I've known and I worked with, you know, they were all cool. And you know, they, you know, they had they had all the same things going for them that. I did if not more so that always kind of confused me and uh and i never really wrapped my head around that but you know
1: whatever well the other thing too it's also like a there's a factor of taboo
4: We gotta throw that up there you know D- dark Knight dev for the two dollars
0: who want to who want to be my sally Hemings?
4: you know what I'm saying. Nick's real name is Thomas Jefferson. Like I said, when you were bringing it up and I said they might have a Third Reich fetish or, you know, <laughs> fetish. because, you know, I'm thinking about that. And granted, you know, when you start thinking of cultural things, yeah. Utah is fairly white. Okay. We're, we're not as white as Idaho, but we're pretty close. So there's not a lot of diversity in Utah. So I have to keep that in mind. But I also, it made me think of something since I brought up the whole Third Reich and plantation fetish. Okay, I don't know a lot of women, that I, at least not that I've heard of. Maybe some of you guys know better or know different. But the way I tend to dress, the way I tend to present myself in public... I am definitely more barbarian, heathen, Nordic, fucking Viking type of dude. And I don't know about a lot of like black chicks that are like into that, where the plantation Third Reich fetish, I can get that. But I don't give off plantation Third Reich fetish vibes.
0: Well, I'm, you know, I, I, part of it may have just been because it goes, it goes back to something a, you know, a former student of mine who I ended up dating for a while said to me one time. She was like, she was like, you know, I went to the car wash today and there are all these black guys there washing their car and they just, you know, came over and introduced themselves and invited me to a party. And I said, well, you know, thanks, but, you know, got a boyfriend, you know, whatever, whatever. And she said, they're like, yeah, bring him along too. You know, whatever, whatever. We got a Lincoln (laughs) chair, you know, whatever. And so, so, but, but the, but, but she, but she made the statement. She said, she said, you know, uh black dudes just seem to have bigger balls than white dudes do on average and I and I said, what do you mean? And she was like, well, I mean like you know you know like you'll talk to me you know you're you, you're not you know you're not withdrawn and, and all that kind of shit and you're bold and you do that kind of stuff but most white guys, most white guys expect me to take the initiative mm. and and whereas you know, and, and what she was basically saying was, you know, black dudes just have game and they have confidence, they have leadership or they're bold or whatever else. And she liked that. And and uh, because that's what that's one of the things she liked about me. But, you know, and, and, and it may be because of that, because, I, you know, if I'm at the bar and there's a black chick standing there, I'll talk to her, too. And and right. so, you know, right. it may just it may just be that I'm a little bit more outgoing than most. So that just mm-hmm. tips the yep. scale a little bit and you know women are women they want attention you know so
4: oh yeah you know. that nothing's changed there well that's <laughs> that's that's, that's, <laughs> just,
1: that's the thing man it's like motherfuckers always talking about love language and shit like my only love language is submission and that's that's what i look at like is she, will she be submissive you know i don't care what what color she is or what ethnicity she is you know it it, it doesn't matter
4: yeah that's the you know i'm assuming dark knight dev your avatar that's you. I'm assuming that's you. Yeah, dude. And if it is, dude, yeah, you I can already see even though it's not like a full body shot or whatever, just that face, the head profile thing, you definitely have a look. Okay. That I I get just just from that that it's like, "Oh yeah, this dude has a look." He doesn't
0: He doesn't seem like he's old enough to know who Marvin Hagler is.
4: <sighs> you know, that's what makes him such the the mysterious. That, That's what makes him, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It makes him a fucking enigma because it's like, dude, on one end, it's like ah, he can't be, you know, he can't be that old. But then you start saying shit like that, it's like, God damn, this boy's been Never around. Makes
0: him the smooth, suave motherfucker that he is. Yeah,
4: you know, <laughs> it's like, dude, I want you to come out to Salt Lake and, dude, I'll wing you. Let's go, man. We'll have some fun, you know, because it, it would was- be a trip, you and me together. It'd be a <sighs> fucking trip. Back,
0: back uh, years ago when I when I was when I was in my other life when I was I was teaching, I had I had. I had three jobs, sometimes four. I, I was teaching at a university. And then I was also building displays for Sears during the day um when around my class schedule. And then at night I worked at uh Kinko's copies. Remember Kinko's? Yeah. I'm back a yeah. yeah. long time well, ago. So yeah. I'd work I'd work a late shift at Kinko's. And there was this dude there. There's a dude that I can't remember. I was just thinking about him the other day. Was dude, he was a lot, he was about 10 years, eh, he's about five years younger than me, not that much younger. But he had come down, and uh, he was he was going to school, not at the college I was teaching at another one in the same city, um, but he was from New York, and for for whatever reason, you know, it's just one of those things. He and I just like immediate affinity. We just hit it off, you know, right from the start. And he was mm-hmm. fucking fascinated by you know by me. I think just being a white Southern dude, because he grew up in New York, you know, and and this was really you know his first time living someplace else and so and he was working at kinko's um also and so you know about once a week we'd go to O'Charlies or or applebee's or some shit like that because he always wanted to go out drinking with me and talk about pussy and so that's what we did we go out to we go out to charlie's and you know we were just we barely that's all we did was talk about women Damn. and uh that's and and, and he would that he would like, he would like pick my brain about shit, which I thought was funny because, especially back then, I was about twenty five. I didn't know shit, um, I, and I certainly didn't know as much as I thought I did. But he was just, he was like fascinated by me. So I didn't know if it was, you know, if he, if he, if he wanted to have, you know, a token white, you know, redneck friend or what it was. But we used to, uh, man, we had some great times together back in the day. I can't now, I can't even remember his fucking name, which, yeah, uh, you know, but that was twenty twenty five. 28 years ago.
4: Brent, I'm telling you what, not only do we do that on the show here, because like Nick said a while back, we, we're having the same fucking conversation for the last three years. Okay. We, was- we drink and we talk about pussy. That's dude. Why do you think we're still here? Okay. We, we have the same conversation over and over, but at least for me, I can't speak for Nick and bull, but apparently I think they're onto something too, because they're still here because even if they weren't i'd still be drinking and talking about pussy because it's my favorite subject
0: well i, I needed i needed a uh i needed a token mormon ex-mormon friend <laughs> from utah and you know it just i was out i was out with this guy it may have been the first time we went out i don't i don't because it because it it, it, sh- it shocked me because one thing that i wasn't in my early twenties, that I am now, is very direct at all. And so we sit there. We go. We go to O'Charlies. We sit at the bar. We get a couple beers, and he and he just turns to me. He's like, "Do you eat pussy?" <laughs> and I was like, I'm "Like what?" He was like, "Do you eat pussy?" And I was like, "Oh well, yeah, I was like, yeah." Why don't you? And he's like, "He's like, yeah, you got to." And I was like, "Okay, yeah, I guess." And it was like, and, and so we got his, you know, we talked about this whole thing. Like his, like he had an uncle or a cousin or something. He was like, man, don't ever eat any pussy. Don't ever eat pussy. And so we got into this whole big long conversation. And I was kind of lost because, you know, especially back then I was way, you know, I was kind of blue-pilled anyway. So I was just like, oh, I would ever dream of not eating pussy. But, right. Yeah.
4: They really do. You know, they, they will pursue if they're interested in you. Yeah, they will crawl over broken glass, all that bullshit, you know, barbed wire, hide in the closet till your girl leaves, all that shit that Rollo talked about. It's all true.
0: I had a student, I had it back in those days, actually. This was like at the exact same time I was just talking about. Damn it. Yeah, you did, McTubus.
4: You did. You son of a bitch. He's
0: the the one who originated that. He came
4: up with the three-year conversation. The drag. (laughs) the drag and he's, he's right we, you know oh, we probably
0: man. we should probably just pull a plug right this fucking minute
4: well you know but, i thought about it i thought about where i titled the show lord i have a good life i thought this might very well be the finale but it, it's we're not quite there yet we
0: well, you know the, the funny thing is is that this this one student that i remember and this was like my first real teaching job my first teaching gig in, at a college which i was when i first started I, I didn't want to fuck up. So I was I was very I was walking on eggshells, especially around students and shit. And as we've talked about before, that went out the window pretty goddamn fast. But <laughs> but I but the that that's where I learned about, even though I it's not what I would have it's not the way I thought about it then, but that's where I learned about what it's like to be a contextual alpha. Mm. And you know, because all of a sudden I had I had chicks, you know, just coming by, you know, not all of them, but there were always a few every semester, you know, from each class who were always, you know, and I had this one and she would like, she would show up with food. She would call me at my apartment. She was just, she was just after it. She ended up, you know, and I told her, look, I can't, you know, I I can't socialize with students. Okay. You know, now, you know, that was, that lasted for about the first half of the first semester or whatever. But I was like, I can't socialize with students. And she fucking dropped my class thinking that I was going to, you know, I was going to hook up with her or whatever. And I didn't, because I was just so nervous about, you know, having my first gig. And I thought that was going to be my career back then and everything. So I was, I was trying to be, you know, way more, uh, you know, way more, you know, we'll say professional about it, you know, but getting back to the one behind club, that's another one that's on my list. And I'm like, Mm fucker.
1: you should have just uh, gave her the Bukkake chokeslam. I should let, <laughs> let her back out to the wild. Have dude, you heard that, about
0: Have you heard about Bukkake? Is that Japanese poetry? It sure
4: is. Sure as hell is. Come here and I'll tell you all about it. Yeah.
0: Come here, I'll read you a poem.
4: That's right. Better, Better dude, than that slam poetry shit. I don't shit. know why I never became a professor. Because, you know, where, like I date the belly dancer. And she's a school teacher. That's her main gig. Mm-hmm. Okay? And she teaches little kids and I'm like, yeah, there's no fucking way because those little bastards would drive me up a wall. And I think, well, what about junior high? It's like, no, those guys are even worse, you know, because testosterone, estrogen, hormones, I hated myself when I was in junior high and there's no goddamn way. I could be a teacher yeah. and high school's kind of the same, just a little less intense. And that's where it's like, well, if I was to be, you know, a teacher, what would I be? It's like, oh, you you would definitely be college level. And I'm like, oh, no, I wouldn't. You know, well, because then, I, I'd be fucking the I'd be fucking the co-eds, man. Well, There's really, no doubt yeah, I would definitely. get sucked into it. I know it. I know me. You're you're you know, we, we've talked
0: before about, you know, my my first you know, as we said, my first thing I was doing was I was originally going into the ministry. That's what I went to college for. And and that's that's the main reason that I got out of that shit is just because I. I got in there, I got in there for a little while in college. I had some church jobs. I saw how many of the full-time staff were always leaving or getting kicked out because they were fucking somebody's wife or whatever, or their wife was fucking somebody. And, you know, there was, mm-hmm. there was all that shit. And then, you know, I was a 20, 20 year old 19 20 21 year old you know youth pastor and there were there were there would always be at least one chick in the youth group who was you know flirty and you know shit like that and i was like i, I this you know I, I barely made it out of there without you know fucking any of that up and i didn't but then when i well but then when i ended up getting into teaching at the college level i got into it for the exact reason that you just said i was like i don't want to have to deal with you know anybody whose outcome I'm somewhat expected to be responsible for right. And college. It was like, you know, here's the material, learn it or not. I don't give a fuck. So, so I went for that, but then, you know, even that there was more of that shit and Hey, you know, especially when I was younger, I mean, compared to kids these days, I, you know, I was, I was fucking Sean Connery, but you know, the way I see it back then, I really didn't know shit and I wasn't very bold, but I was still, doing pretty goddamn good, just, you know, just being, just being where I was. And, mm-hmm. uh, and that, but that, you know, at, at the end, that ends up getting to be a chore because you start, you know, you start fucking around with, you know, students. And I, and I generally waited until the semester was over. I, <laughs> I, I fucked up once or twice. you know. Oh, but,
4: okay. Well, temptation, I get it.
0: But, get it. you know, but that, but that too, that, that, that made it kind of a strain and I ended up getting out of teaching again, Uh, And it wasn't because of that. It was for other reasons. But, you know, looking back, it's probably good that I did because I just I wasn't I don't think back then I would have been disciplined enough to not, you know, just not, you know, because I because I ended up dating chicks who were friends of students that were in my class at the time. Mm. And then after the semester is over, I would date the chick who used to be my student. right? Right. 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 And. You know, but that you know, but you end up you know you end up getting this reputation. There's all this kind of shit going around, yeah. and you know, as far it, as getting it
4: becomes this the police song. Don't stand so close. That's to right. And as far as being a, you know, as far
0: as as far as getting laid and stuff, that was good. But as far yeah. as you know, trying career. Then, yeah, and but then that's, yeah, that's, yeah, I'm getting older. I'm like, oh man, I gotta. You know, all these people just you know look at me as some you know rogue <laughs> bastard who's in here just to you know prey on you yeah, that's right and so you know i was like oh shit i can't i can't keep doing yeah, that shit
4: I, I get it that's why i never went in because yeah. I, already, I know me like i said at the beginning of the show man i'm thinking of starting a new religion and if i if i was to be a professor it'd probably be like some kind of theology slash uh philosophy type of thing that i just make up and manufacture on my own there you and, go. I would, and i would totally be like the world you know we live in this puritanical trad conservative slash feminist because they're no different when you guys really look at it they're the same okay it's all restrictive it's all you know the the feminists say one thing and it's but it's restrictive you know you can have sex but you shouldn't want to have kids and you, you know you can be degenerate but but you do it because it's girl power and then you <laughs> trad cons who say you, you should only fuck for the, the Lord and it's to make babies. Okay. And, and either way, I'm looking at both sides of that fucked up coin and I'm like, well, I don't want to fuck because girl power and I don't want to fuck because kids and Jesus, I want to fuck because I'm a degenerate fucking son of a bitch. That's, you know, I'm the devil. And so I'm looking at it going, man, I want to start my own religion where sin is in. <laughs> that it's like it's not about girl power and a political statement and your body is beautiful in any size. Hell no, it ain't, bitch. Your fucking body sucks unless you're like a size two or less. Okay. You, you can't be. over. <laughs> you got to be petite, man. We got to go back to like the eighties. Here's what I'm talking about, but revel in your fucking sin. Okay. And that would be kind of my whole thing where I'd be sitting outside because I, I would only offer this like in the spring. It wouldn't be, a, well, and maybe the fall too, but I wouldn't offer it in the winter because it's too cold because I'd be doing that shit outdoors, sitting around under a tree, fucking probably playing an acoustic guitar, you know, hitting a few notes on it and singing praises to pussy and sin saying, here's where your salvation lies. And the guys would be like, what a dork, dweeb, dick, asshole, whatever you name it. And all the girls would be slobbering. And I, but I like you, Nick, I, I I know I could not resist temptation. It wouldn't even be like, well, wait till the semester's over. I'd be like, no man, no man, we're doing it right now. I, I'm doing well, her and her friends. I don't get First thing to go
1: would be the fucking mom jeans. Mm, Holy shit.
4: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I, I don't over, know.
1: I don't but, understand where that come from.
4: Eh, it's it's all part of that body positivity shit. OK, but I know for me, one of the first things with the, the whole have a look, because that would be part of the religion, too, because I would be dressing in certain ways and I would expect my female students to dress a certain way and even the dudes, because it would give them half a fucking chance. You know, it'd be the best kept philosophy theology course on campus that nobody fucking talks about. But it would all be sin and and pleasure and hedonism and all that shit, man. It would be Dionysus reincarnated. You know, fuck them. I'm tired of this puritanical bullshit, but that's the direction I'd go. And and I'm sure I'd end up in jail because of the way the world is at this point. And that's why I don't do it. It's like, yeah, yeah. I don't want to Well, that's
1: that's the thing that gets me. Like on Twitter, you got these motherfucking, you got these guys that are like tradcon and shit. And they're like, like you said, Rob, they're like, we just have procreation you know fucking just to have babies it's like in real life that shit does not it doesn't go like it does man like no, they say it's it
4: like, never does
1: like everyone's fucking everybody just about
0: well you know there's you and, know and
1: I don't whatever. know I don't understand what they're fucking trying to save with that shit well what, what their end goal is
0: uh, there it's well, they're, they're that's their that's their world you man you know if you if you if you if you, if you truly if you truly either a believe that or B want to believe that. And most of the people that I've met, they want to believe it more than they actually do believe it. And I'm, and I'm talking, I'm not just talking about your, you know, average dude that goes to church on Sunday. I'm talking about, you know, a lot of the people who were, you know, and, and who still are um, in that field. You know, it, it, it makes sense if, if that's what you are, if that's what you want to believe. And, you know, I, look, I've known plenty of dudes, you know, there are a lot of people that I graduated from college with who, you know, who were other, you know, who other preacher boys too. They were ministerial students. Um, they got married in their early twenties. Um, they're still married to the, they're still married to their, you know, college sweetheart. They've got the, you know, they've, they've raised families, their grandparents now, and they, you know, I don't know I don't know what has gone on behind the scenes in their lives, but you know by by all appearances anyway,
1: you know, they're still
0: together and then they see. But those awesome.
1: are outlier.'m I'm, I'm inclined to think that those, those type of relationships are outlier relationships nowadays. yeah, possibly. And, and, I mean and, and the thing is, like people on, on social media saying this shit, it's like I question whether they really believe that shit. If they're not making their, you know, like we always say, they're making their uh, thing a virtue.
0: Well, here you know? I mean, and you're right, making their necessity a virtue, and you're exactly yeah, be right because I because I still I'm not in constant contact with all these dudes, but we, you know, a lot of them, you know, we're you know friends on Facebook, that kind of shit, you know. And but the, here here's the thing, they're not the ones who are always on social media trying to convince somebody else or themselves about all of this, you know stupid tradcon checklist kind of shit. Now, maybe it's because they're all Gen Xers like, like, you know, me and they don't have, that's just not something that's in their DNA. I don't know, but they're not, they're not, they're, you know, they're, they're pastors of churches. They direct, you know, all kinds of, you know, religious shit, you know, they're, they're in positions of leadership now, you know, because, you know, they're in their fifties and shit and they've worked to get there. Um, And so they're living that, lifestyle and they're doing that work and they're totally immersed in that shit, but they're not on the internet debating with people. The people, the dudes are on the internet debating with people. There's, there's, there's some other shit going on there oh, yeah. because because no, nobody who's got, who's got shit to do can really spend too much time on there doing that. You just can't. There's just not enough. time, Especially
1: debate. trying to convince other people to come to their side of thinking. Right. That's what gets, it's, it's just, it's but like atheists, virtue signaling. It's like Atheists are, it's like, do it too. They're just as bad. Yeah, it's it's like virtue signaling just on a different coin, just a different side of the coin. That's uh, it. Uh it's like yeah, I'm married my high school sweetheart and stuff. I just wonder like how many of these guys that are on there that say that shit just wouldn't throw it all away for like a fucking hot hot little 22, 23 year old to some, you know, sit on their dick.
0: Well, you know what you were alluding to earlier is is like you know your your morality is proportional to your opportunity, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. right. And for a lot, and, and that's what that's what that's totally what, what the situation I was in back in the day. Because a lot of the dudes in my English classes that I was teaching, you know, and they saw they saw me flirting with you know chicks, and then they saw me dating them after the after the semester is over, and they were like, they were, you know they just made it clear that they were they they thought I wasn't shit and I I was only getting this pussy because I was the fucking teacher and they were exactly right you know and it was like you know these most of these chicks they didn't they didn't really you know they were they were going after you know the the guy at the head of the class they weren't going after me because they really knew me and and wanted me it was a little bit more of a narcissistic fantasy kind of thing going on there than you know, or just a fantasy going on there. And, and so, and I, and deep down I knew that too. Sure. And, you know, but you know, it doesn't matter. Don't, don't care. Got laid kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like the, it's like you were saying earlier about, about dating about black girls want to date white dudes. It's like, it doesn't, the impetus doesn't matter. It really doesn't. That's why like my girl, she, she doesn't, she, she only dates white dudes. That's all she she's ever dated, she only one date Mexican guys. I don't yeah. give a shit. I never asked why. I don't care.
4: All right. Doesn't concern you. Well and it, it
0: doesn't at the end of and, and my point with most things is and this gets back to uh you know donut theory and the mind fuck roller coaster at the end of the day I don't think any of us it takes a long time to even get a glimmer of understanding about why you do what you do. And I don't think most of us in the long run can ever say truly with confidence why we do because there's just there are just so many different um different you know between genetics and environment and experience and you know all of the different permutations of that that go into building you know both your personality and your ego and then all the weird shit that's buried down underneath that you end up you know spending 30 years you know working out and figuring out i don't think anybody really really no. has a solid we, understanding we
4: never, we never truly do
0: why it it, it comes it, it, you know it for most of us, I think the best it can ever possibly get is you don't necessarily have to be an expert on the internal combustion engine to be able to drive well or even to be able to race well.
1: Like, I, I don't even want to know why. Like that shit is number one, it's probably beyond my fucking understanding. And you know, maybe I'm low IQ or something. I don't I don't fucking know, dude. I just don't give a shit. Like I don't want to know what drives subconscious why I like what what I like. I just know what I like and I want to fucking do it. I, I don't
4: think there's anything it. there. I yeah. Honestly, the you older I get, the less the I onion, think. You peel back the onion enough to get to the core, and you find out there's no there's core. No, there's layer no onion there.
0: anymore. That's Right? Right. <laughs> exactly. right. exactly.
4: You you peel back the human psyche enough, and you're back to neurons and ganglia and fucking impulses and electrical current, and that's it. Okay, that's uh, all it is. All and right. that's and,
0: I, and that's an excellent you. That's an excellent point that both of you raised, because I think that at the end of the day, it ends up, it ends up being, you know, it it gets back to where we want there. We want it to be an algebraic equation. We want to be able to solve for X. We want to be able to balance both sides of the equation, all that kind of math shit. But in the end of the day, it it doesn't really, it doesn't really work like that.
1: Well, that's, that's that's what I mean. Like you got a lot of guys on social media trying to do that that exercise of peeling back the fucking layers of, of onion and stuff. I'm like, why? Like who gives a fuck, man? Because, like well, you're missing you're they, mi- You're literally missing the forest for the fucking trees, man. Right. Well, but I that, don't, I don't care. I don't care why my girl the
4: center. They think there's a center to the onion right. and that's why they do it because they think there's this, this seed or a nut or something that, ah, here's the core. And, They're going to realize real quick because I already did it, man. I did it 20, 30 fucking years ago. Peeled back the onion enough to realize there was no onion left. It came back to nerve cells and ganglia and fucking chemical reactions. And then it's It's like, like, oh, shit, this is like, like I
1: mentioned. It's like I mentioned before, like my girl, she only dates white guys. I'm like. I don't, I'm not digging into that shit. I'm not fucking digging that hole right there and trying to find out why, why not. And what, you know, what all, only, only thing I care about is like, she, you know, she does what I want her to do. Right. And you can you know, yeah, have a good relationship.
0: As, as long as you're both getting what you want, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Right. Because, yeah. But, you know, and, and if you look at it, you can look at the, you can, <clears laughs> you can look at the, <laughs> the God damn it, that motherfucker. You know, every time, every time, every time I'm on a I'm on a train of thought, he derails it. Yeah, he's but but it's you can see it in how people are introspective. They're the people that are introspective because they're spurgy. They're living in their heads and they want to figure everything out. And then there's the introspection where you like, all right, I'm doing this shit. It's not working for me. What do I want? And then what do I need to do to get it? And what do I need to do to keep from you know, continuing to, you know, kick at this football and just, you know, have the chick or life or whatever constantly be yanking it away. And that's the kind of introspection that matters. Trying to figure out the mysteries of the universe, you know, it's like Rob said, you get there, there's really not any any mystery, you now, know.
1: And you spent all that fucking time.
0: The mystery is think- that you don't, you're never going to have the answers that you want. That's the mystery. Right. And the whole, you spent all that fucking
1: time and you did, you, and fucking... He passed up options and it's just, it's fucking, I don't don't know, dude.
4: Well, and and to go off of what both of you are saying and even what McTubus, going back to my whole idea of a theosophy, religion, whatever, instead of being introspective, I want to be extrospective, okay? It is the whole get out of your head, get into your body and drop what the trad cons and the feminists are saying. If you want to fuck, fuck. If you don't, don't, but go after what you want, you know, but instead of trying to shield it and cloak it under some kind of bullshit morality, revel in it is my own opinion that it's like, be, be the villain, be the, be the devil, you know, because feminism's a form of Puritanism just like the trad cons. It's the same bullshit. Yeah. Well, you, and you then, got, I it's
1: like it's like those girls that fucking got pissed off because on twitter because they were uh paul from come on man podcast was was fucking showing picture you know posted pictures of them i'm like look just it's a good pick. own this shit
4: yeah nothing wrong with it.
1: just own your fucking depravity like everyone's got it
4: and that's my point just fucking own it don't feel bad about it. Don't try to make it into a spiritual crusade. That- Just lean into it. You're yeah, all fucking nasty fucking human beings, dude. Yeah. Just get over it. Like I accepted that shit
1: like 20 years ago, and the sooner you accept that shit, the better off you're going to be. You really you're, are. This is a lot of fucking the weight's going to be taken off your fucking shoulders.
4: It like, will- look,
1: I'm a I'm a nasty depraved motherfucker and I like what I like and that's, you know, that's it.
0: Well, the whole thing jumped the shark when I mean, look, I mean, look at it like this. It's like, you know, there was no plan to crawl out of the primordial ooze, but donuts don't just make themselves. Right. So, so what are you going to spend your time climbing out of whatever primordial ooze you're mired in and getting rid of that shit and getting to where you want to be, or you're going to spend your time, you know, making fucking donuts. And, you know, you can, I mean, at this point, you know, whether it's a donut you know, whether it's theology, whether it's God, whether it's whatever else, you want to spend your time worrying about what all that shit means and where it's from. Hey, you know, that can be fun. You know, knock yourself out, whatever. But at the end of the day, that doesn't that doesn't pay you back anything. Not really. And so and so and so when I start seeing, you know, we've gotten to the point where, you know, I'm seeing people putting out those polls on social media and it's not just Twitter. Where they're like, well, if you could, you know, if you could, uh, you know, marry a, a former prostitute who banged a thousand dudes, or you could marry a, you know, one chick who fucked a dog, which one would you pick? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like where, are, where am I, man?
3: <laughs> right. how did the get
0: fuck? <laughs> I mean, I never did much drugs to begin with besides, you know, some whiskey, but I'm like, there's not enough drugs to make me be able to deal with that shit. It's like, well, the,
1: the thing is, like a motherfucker that would put that kind of pull up hasn't done enough drugs. That's talk, their problem.
0: Talk about, talk about wasting your time on a donut. Jesus
4: Christ. No, well, and and you say they haven't done enough drugs, but I'm saying you you may be right, Bull, but whatever drugs they've done, they're not the right drugs. I'll tell you oh, I think, no, I think I think what happened was yep.
0: their are did a lot of drugs when she was pregnant uh, yeah. with them no that's, best part that's best part I of was. them best
1: part of them ran down their mama's leg that's why they're fucking putting polls up on twitter about stupid shit
4: exactly
0: you i know. mean my rule is if you're, gonna, if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna talk about stupid shit on twitter because i talk about a lot of stupid shit at least we try are, to make it original and interesting at least yes. You know, at least at least be uh, amusing, if not entertaining. But you know, the stuff like, "Hey, would you, you know, would you you, marry a chick who fucked a dog?"
4: Or a chick that fucked a dog? Dude, I dude, I
0: I I briefly dated this chick who had fantasies about fucking a dog, (laughs) and it and it freaked me the hell out the first time she said. anything about it. She said, "Well, I there's something I haven't told you," and I was like, "What?" She was like. Well, when I was a little girl and I was like, oh shit. And she was (laughs) like she was like, I was at a friend's house and 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 she had this dog that kept kept sticking its nose between my legs and was trying to lick me there. And I was like, okay. I was like, where the fuck is this shit going? And she was like and and I was like, so a dog licked your pussy? And she's like, No, but I really wanted it to. And I was like and I was like, I, I don't know where to go from here. That's
3: yeah, that that's
1: where you go. No, where you go from there is like, look, I'll help you out. I'll meet you halfway. I'll drizzle some fucking Hershey's chocolate syrup on your fucking <laughs> vagina, and I'll lick that shit fucking right off. You know, uh,
0: we never we never got to the point where I'm she old was old. like,
1: you know, yeah. I want you to,
0: you know, I, I I I still wonder if she wasn't like a furry or she was some kind of shit like that that I wasn't familiar with back then. This is no, I mean, it's, it's the
1: same. It's the same line of. It's the same line of thinking where girls want to fuck the, the uh, Bigfoot, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so these days, it's, I would handle it differently. But back then, oh,
0: yeah. it just it just fucking blew my mind. I just yeah. was like, it's, I, I it's don't it's know a, where to go from here.
4: Yeah, 404 so like, page not found. Yep.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's it's a psychological thing because, like, girls want to, you know, they, they want to fuck. It's a cover. A 304
0: on the 404.
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah, for girls, it, for girls, it's like it's that kind of shit. There, it's like a psychological mm. cover for wanting to do some de- depraved depraved shit. Right. But right. they don't want to come out and say they want to do depraved shit. Right. Know? That's why you just gotta take take the fucking lead and be like, okay, you're a depraved little bitch. Well, yeah. and, uh,
0: especially, especially sorry to break it up it, then it, Especially after skin curtains, I can roll with anything now. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, that's that's the thing. Yeah. It's like that's and me and Rob have talked about that shit. I'm um, private. Like, like girls are fucking like the, the ceiling of depravity for girls is much higher than guys.
4: Way higher, way, way higher. Yeah. Like it'll
1: fucking, it'll fucking,
4: it'll trip you out. And, yeah. uh, yeah, there's been some shit that even made my mind go, wait a minute. What the fuck? But I just rolled with it. It was like, no, All there, right. All
0: right. a, there were, there were, there were a few times where, you know, you're in the saddle doggy style going, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> 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 what <laughs> I, I don't even I, I don't couldn't. even think about it I don't even think about it <laughs>
1: Yeah
0: Well yeah. it's just like you know it's it's funny because there have been and I I ain't going into any of them but there have been situations where those those yeah those are on the pay per view channel but there have been situations where I just it was it wasn't that it offended me it was it was more like I was just I've never encountered this before I don't know yeah. I don't know where. Yeah where we're going from here yeah
4: dude that's the same with some of the shit i've heard it's not that it offended me it's just wow i this is something i've never heard before so i'm not quite sure how to proceed other than ah fuck it and roll you know but otherwise it's like i don't know i don't know what to do with this
0: well it's like bull said you know looking back like the dog girl looking back on her you know i think you're exactly right and i just think you know i don't think she really wanted and could be wrong based on some of the news stories I've seen, but I don't think she really wanted me to go find, you know, let my dog lick her pussy. But you know, it was just like,
1: no, there's a subconscious desire on right. her part that maybe had you, had not been met.
4: You know, maybe I don't know. Well, I have I don't, a theory. I don't overthink it. I don't overthink it.
0: I don't, I don't anymore either, no, but I, do, no I no. do have this theory that it's like, it's it's exactly what, you know, Bull said when you can't articulate something, you know, that's darker, you're ima- you start, you know, this is where the mind fuck roller coaster comes in. Your imagination kicks in and starts, you know, maybe you have a dream, maybe you have a daydream, maybe you purposely sit around thinking about it, whatever the, whatever the context is, your imagination takes over. And then all of a sudden, it just starts. It starts running through different permutations of stuff. Of oh yeah, you know that that tickles my fancy. That doesn't. And and the once it, once once you turn your imagination loose like that, all kinds of shit's gonna come and up.
1: I'll, Go I'll, I'll tell you, like girls do that a lot more than guys do they're prone to that type of thinking. Yeah, cuz guys, are.
0: you can see it on Twitter because, you know, you can make a satirical or ironic statement on Twitter and dudes will take it exactly at face value even though there's evidence in there to suggest that's not what the person who wrote it meant or or it's it's complex enough that it's like, you know, well what, you know, what what is he trying to communicate with this? It's always just, "Oh, he thinks, you know, it's like that shit that blew up with Rolo and I always make fun of. It's like, you know, Rolo wants a young men to castrate himself. You know, people were saying that because he was he put that thing in about, you know, getting a vasectomy when you're in your 20s. And nobody seemed to be able to process or most people did not seem to be able to process that he was he was making a point and he was making a point in a certain way. But they, they didn't want- have they didn't have the ability or the imagination to, you know, go there. They just, they just had to take it all face value. And literally they, you know, in, in, in Kate's, in Kate's parlance, they were all INTJ about it. Um, (laughs) And and that's, that's, that's one of the characteristics of a, of a supposed INTJ is extremely analytical. And so if you, if you take somebody, who's because I've, I, you know, we know people like this in, in life, you know, people who, you know, a lot of times we describe them as not having a sense of humor, which that's probably true because my experience has been they don't have much of one, but it's right. because they ha- they can't they can't see beyond Spurg level. You know, right. but the, and the other
1: thing, too, it's, it's it, it, it comes from a lack of curiosity. It comes from a lack of creativity. I'm talking se- sexually speaking and stuff like guys there. I mean, guys.
0: where does lack of curiosity come from?
1: Experience, I would say, a lot of it's from lack of experience. Um, well, if, not, I, I would say, it not, comes, I'm not going. To,
0: I think you're right, but ahead. I think, I think, I think a lot of it comes from fear. You know, you're not supposed yeah, to think that's that a, way. Yeah, you're not supposed to think yeah. that way. You know, if you're curious, if you're curious about something, you know, what's going to happen? You know, it's like when we were, it's like when we were younger. It's like, you know, and you know, this is guy shit, but it's like, hey, if you listen to, you know, if you listen to Madonna, that means you're gay or whatever. You know, so, you know, when you're when you're a teenager and a dude, you have all these rules about shit. If you do that, you're gay
1: or whatever. And well, here's, you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I would I would advise all guys to do this. If everything was on the table sexually with a girl, what would you do to her? What would you want to do to her? What would you want her to do to you? You know, first and foremost, what would you want to what, what would you want her to do to you? That's the first question. You know, that's the first uh, that's the first mental game and then what what would you want to do to her? And most guys don't think about it that way. They think they think very narrowly with a lack of lack of creativity. It's just and the thing is like they they're too like you said Nick, they're too afraid to to explore that. And the thing is there a lot of times guys are afraid to explore that because they they think they're going to their girl or the girl that they're with is going to be like, oh, no, no, you're fucking weird. You're fucking weird. And that might happen. But most more times than not, a girl is going to be like, OK, yeah, we well, can it, might it might happen. It might happen. I think that's what know. guys are scared of. I think the I think a lot of times guys are afraid for a girl to say, yeah, we can try that. Let's do that.
4: Or, yeah, I've done that. Let's do it again. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's well, I, I, I,
0: that's a good point. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a, a good that's, girl right there. <laughs> that, well, that that there was a time where if, if a chick, you know, was like, the, you know, it's kind of like, you know, the doglet girl girl. <laughs> That's a bad example. But, you know, <laughs> there's a time where, you know, if, if they said that, I'd be like, Jesus Christ, where's she been and what's she done? And, you know, mm-hmm. she's a you know, she's not a Madonna. Over, she's a whore, and, you know, whatever it. else. And, yeah, and whatever else. Happens. And mm-hmm. but but the thing is that if you don't if you don't have leadership and if you don't have if you're not geared toward getting what it is that you want, you're never gonna have that leadership and you're never gonna get, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna be the guy, you know, I don't know if it was, was it Michael's story or whatever, where, you know, she was a, you know, she was a hoe until she met me and now she's a good girl, but she was a hoe with everybody else. And I want her to be a hoe with
4: me. No, but no, I can't Michael's there. story, but I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah it was the saving the best. You know, yeah. she, she only fucks missionary with me, but then he found out that she had had a gangbang and a bunch of yeah. other shit when she was younger. Same idea. Okay. And it ties into what you guys were just talking about with, you know, kind of the whole INTJ, all that stuff. Okay. And the whole idea of fear. Okay. These guys in particular, probably more than women, I don't know, but <clears throat> Their their absolute, their need for absolute certainty, I'll call it that, mm. is the fact that it is fear, if anything else. It's fear of the unknown because they don't know what they don't know, but they are afraid to, you know, look into the abyss, if you will, or look beyond the veil or look beyond the curtain and see what's actually there. Because God forbid they might find out all it is is nerve cells and ganglia and electronic impulses, you know, chemical impulses. So they create stories like God and Virtue and Honor and Saving the West. And they become certain about it. And that's where your Madonna whore complex kind of originates in. Because, you know, she's either or instead of, well, what if she's both? You know, what if she can be both? she can be you know a lady in the streets and a whore in the sheets you know and god forbid what if she was the lady in the streets and the whore in the sheets for someone before you uh, yeah. i just I think,
1: I think i think a lot of, i think a lot of guys are just afraid which of what she if she says yes
4: right what if well, she says well yes true. well yeah because then there's also the fe- the the fear of competency and the ability you know you you go in strong and talk a big game and she goes okay and you're like, oh shit! Now what? Which okay, sure. on, on yeah. that
1: on that particular on that particular subject matter, girls, if you're not if you're not competent in something like that, and a girl calls you out, girls will will be more forgiving. Yep. If you let them know that hey, this is new for me, like this is a this is a new frontier for me, they're, girls
4: are going to be like, okay, I understand. You know, they're not you know going to be like, I'll even take you a step further. Not only will they be forgiving if you kind of go, well, hey, hang on. You know, I, I I, don't really know what I don't know. Sure. I think they'll even be more forgiving if you go for it. You go, all right. And away you guys go and you kind of fuck it up and fumble a little bit. Then if you try to backpedal and bluster and bravado your way out of it.
1: Well, that's kind of the fun part, too, because you fuck it up and then you're like, you laugh about it later. Right. And it's like, it's not a big deal. You know, and well, gets, she, she already knows you're fuck, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. So gets, the best way to go about it is fucking full steam, you know, right. just go in and do it. Well,
0: it
4: goes back, back. That goes back to back the. You don't really know what you're doing, dude. Do you? It's like, nah, I'm figuring it out. It's nope. Like, oh. I'm winging this
1: shit, baby. Well,
4: we're gonna... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: and then you That's have a, a chuckle about difference. it later what on. Happened. Well, I mean, it, it goes, it goes back to the, the Sergeant Malone gambit, you know, if you know, yeah. Send, you know, if she says one of yours to the hospital, send one of hers to the morgue, you know, always be cranking it up a notch, you know, don't be afraid to go there because ultimately, you know, if you have scarcity, you know, a lot of it has to do with scarcity mindset too, because if you're not, you know, if you're like, oh, you know, I can't mess this up, you know, I can't, I can't mess this up by being honest about what I want and who I am and what I'm willing to do. And so if you've got that scarcity mindset, then you're going to hold on and you're going to, you know, do all that bullshit that, you know, ends up being, you know, I wouldn't call it bait. I would call it blue pill, but you know, whatever, you know, whatever word you want to use to describe it, you're, you're never going to get but you're never going to get what you want. And then you're going to end up either, you know, you're, you're going to end up being, you know, in the Lincoln chair, figuratively or literally, you know, and, and nobody wants to be, nobody, there are very few who actually want to be there.
4: Yeah, Yeah. unless you have a fetish.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So unless your fetishes
1: are fetishes are fun,
4: man. Oh, I'm not saying they're not, and there are some guys and some women that that's their thing, and okay, fine. But most people don't want to metaphorically or literally be in the Lincoln chair.
0: Or they and and the, the interesting thing is, they think they like a lot of things in life. They think they do until they actually get there, and then they realize, they fucking yeah, it ain't what I thought it was because I've been yeah. living too much in my fucking head and I haven't yeah. been honest and just going out
1: and getting what the fuck I want. I mean, it, and then as far as fetishes go, I think a lot of guys are scared because they they will they'll, they'll explore something that like, oh shit, I actually like this. I shouldn't like this. Because yeah. society says well, I shouldn't like this, or I'm a society, fucking my devi- I'm a deviant, or yeah, the dip the, you you have me guys, yeah. you have to get rid of that shit. Yep. That you are only with a girl sex and stuff, you're only bound by your fucking creativity and curiosity. I was most like girls, your- most girls will fucking go along with you. They yep. they don't they don't care as long as you're fucking semi, you don't have to be competent. You just have to be fucking uh, courageous well, enough you to, to try it.
4: You have to leave. confident. That's all it is. Yeah. You don't have to necessarily be competent, but you have to be yeah. confident. That, okay, They'll forget.
1: Girls will forgive lack of competence to a certain degree. But if oh, you're yeah. confident enough, like, hey, I want to do this shit. Like, let's go. If you're gung-ho about it, like, yeah. yeah. Get your well, ass over there. Here, here's
0: over. a lesson I was thinking he- about today. Evil Knievel, we all know who he is. Evil Knievel did all his crazy jumps, busted all his bones, went out and did some crazy-ass shit. He died from complications from diabetes His yeah. in his 60s. His son, Robbie Knievel, also in his 60s, di- did all the same crazy shit, if not more. He yep. died of pancreatic cancer. These these jabokes who died in the submarine were a bunch of nerds who, you know, who... Uh, you know, didn't do anything crazy until now, and you know, they died doing that, so it's like, you know, who would why not? Why not, metaphorically, at least, if you're not a be you know, daredevil, be evil,
1: can evil, yeah.
0: evil Knievel, you know?
1: Yep, because go, you, go for the big jumps, man, and you're gonna crash and you're gonna break some bones, metaphorically speaking. But I mean, at least you, w- at least you're gonna go out and be like, hey. I tried that. Right. Well,
0: and as a, as a, you know, that's, this isn't about that. This is about a lot of shit, but at the end of the day, you know, one of the, one of the things that I realized I had to try to teach my kids and I don't really know how you do this except just by, you know, not helicoptering them, but you know, it's okay to fuck up. It's okay to fail. You know,
1: it's, that's what I tell my daughter. I've been, I've been telling my daughter that since she was like six, seven years old. It's like, try it, see what happens. Now, I say that as like she's doing some stupid shit that's gonna like risk her, you know, some major. Yeah, risk. You're,
4: you're not <laughs> letting her play jacks in fucking interstate traffic at eighty miles. Away. Right, right. But well, you know, I think, yeah. Well,
0: I think I think <laughs> Evil Knievel would have said, "Yeah, I don't mind going down in the submarine, but i can going down in that submarine." Right. <laughs> I mean, you know, Evil Knievel sure. knew his equipment well. You know, he knew yeah, what yeah, it could I mean, do. Give
4: me a submarine that actually can withstand <laughs> the the hull pressure. Yeah. Built out of more than carbon fiber right
0: but the yeah but you know i just thought i thought that was interesting that these guys that spent their lives you know uh being reckless you know they died of really like mundane shitty, shitty, boring diseases you yep. know that that a lot of people are going to get and maybe maybe there's you know in a lot of cases there's probably nothing you can do about it or prevent but here's but, the
1: thing that i, I i'd want to know from those guys before they died or on their deathbed, if they regretted any of it, if they're like, if they were like, like evil
4: you know. type you're talking about.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
4: You know, I don't, I can't speak for them, but I can speak for my own experience of the things I've done. The only things I have ever regretted is the things I didn't do the shit that I was at the time that something went down and I, I had an opportunity <sighs> and I didn't take it. And then that window closed. And I can't go back and redo it or whatever. That's the shit I regret. I don't regret the shit that I did that busted bones in my body or gave me leukemia or whatever it might be. I don't <laughs> care about the crash and burns. Okay. That's
1: a hell of an STD. <laughs> you well, got leukemia.
4: <laughs> you know, that's what I mean. You know,
0: it's yeah. you probably I, I fucked have, a girl who let a dog lick her pussy. That's how he got leukemia.
4: Well, probably do you know, the peanut butter I over the that. chocolate. I, I don't regret any of that shit. Okay, I don't regret the psycho chicks. I don't regret the girls that you know fucking shredded my heart. All that kind of shit. You don't I regret the redheads. No, I don't, dude. I don't regret the Latinas. I don't regret the, the, the any of it. I don't regret the girls that I walked up to. I don't. And, I don't, and I don't regret
1: the. I don't self-worth. regret the. I don't regret the girl that tried to stab me.
4: Right <laughs> with a fucking butcher okay? knife. Right. You know, the fucking chef's re-
1: knife from her kitchen. Right. I don't I regret regret went off her for meds.
4: stalkers I don't regret none of it. The ones I regret were the ones that got away. The one behind club because I was either too stupid or too scared to figure out what was going on. Okay. That's the shit I regret. I, but otherwise even the burns, even the, Ooh, God, that was cringy. You know, fuck it. At least I took a, ch- a chance. You I mean, know? I, I didn't work out. Oh, well,
0: I'm, I'm with, it. I'm with Rob. I, I, if I, if I have regrets, it's that. And then I would also add, you know, the few times that I ever did something that was really shitty and irresponsible that made somebody else suffer as a direct result of me just being a true piece of shit. And there have been, there have been a few occasions like that and I do regret that. But mm. as, as far as just, as far as just like general, you know, Going for it, breaking the rules, and all that kind of shit. No, I, I, am I'm, I'm with Rob, and I'm, you know, I'm not as, I'm, not, I'm not as old as Rob, but I'm getting close, and <laughs> getting closer to that deathbed. And I, and I, and I, and I, and I look at it the exact same way. It's like, man, there, there are a lot of things I regret not doing or not doing well, but I don't really, I don't really regret most of the rules I broke because most of those rules were not actually rules anyway. they were were bullshit bullshit
1: that's like that's like with my with my girl right now she'd never done anal before and i was just like we talked about it and stuff and she's like yeah i could do that with you i was like what (laughs) and i was like yes let's do this so i got to i got to a point where where
0: that was just part of my that was part of my rap it was just like at some point, this is this is probably the most mode one thing. One of the most mode one things I ever did is I just went through this. You know, when I was when I was dating a lot, it was just like at some point when it was when it was relevant and it was kind of humorous. It was just like you know so, sooner or later, you know, I'm taking the ass. You know, there's just there's no other. You know, and I usually did that fairly early too, just because you know, just because. Well,
1: the- Cause like with, with that conversation with her is you like send uh, it to the morgue. I found, fa- I found I was fucking up and I was actually considering her lack of experience and stuff like that. And is like her, her past sexual relationships and stuff. And basically her, <laughs> la- her, her overall lack of experience and stuff. I was taking too much of her into consideration and what could happen.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And, 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 and that's a fuck up. I mean, I, I know a few minutes ago I was saying you shouldn't do that. <laughs> You know, but I was because I care about her. And, but also then that too was, was, I was holding myself back. And then whenever I, I brought it up with her and we talked about it, she was down with it. Like she was enthusiastically down with it. <laughs> well,
0: and, and you make, you make a good point all the time about, you know, nuance and having social skills and treating her as a, a human being with agency. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's like, yeah, I I, I I have no problem, you know, saying some pretty outrageous things in the right context, but it's it's never a, you know, it's never like a, you know, it's just it's just I, I've never done that where it wasn't either either enthusiastically welcomed or became sort of a sort of a running a running theme and a joke until it happened. There was, there was a time that I, I mean, honestly, a few years ago, I I, I meant it. It was like. It was like, yeah, you know, I, if, if I've never been in your ass, I, I can't really love you. And, you know, that that was, yeah. I mean, that, you know, but there's. Well, there's the thing was, because so like, we joked, so me and my that. girl,
1: we we joked about that until it wasn't a joke. Right, right. Until, you know, until it was like, well, you kind of built, I kind of built her up and stuff and joked about it and stuff. And then one day, you know, it, well, it wasn't a joke anymore. It became a conversation. Well, like, my, my conversation. thing was always,
0: my thing was always, it wasn't just like, you know, Hey, good morning after dinner tonight, you know, I'm going to fuck you in the ass. You know, it wasn't like that. It was like, you know, you bring it, you bring it up, you know, you let it, you let it simmer for a while, you know, and eventually, eventually you end up getting there, but that's part of the, you know, that's part of the process. It's not just a, you know, you know, you know, all right, bitch, you know, bring me a drink and yeah. It's
1: like now, like we're, I'm working on her, you know, to bring, you know, have a, have a toy for us to play with another girl. And bringing that into the relationship. Initially, she was just like, no fucking way. I don't share your fucking mind. You know, basic Latina shit. I will cut <laughs> you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now mm-hmm. now yeah, a pop it's metal it's, knife from India yeah a pop metal knife from rob's collection <laughs> and,
3: and now That's she's softened now she's mm-hmm. softened
1: to the point where she you know we'll be out and about or something going to the store or something she'll see she'll see abroad and she's like hey she'll grab my she'll grab my arm and my shoulder or something she's like you know look at that what one. do you think that of light. her yeah yeah Well,
3: I'm and like, if, and well, if, well. if you're- she looks
1: good i'm like what do you think about her she's like she looks good I like her titties. I'm like I like her titties too. Mm. You know, it's like
3: mm.
1: okay.
0: Mm. After
1: a year of working on her, I mean, she's I'm wearing her down, guys. I'm wearing her down. <laughs> so
0: Well, I I I do have some sad news to report. Is that is that little Spurg's titties have gone from double Gs to double
1: Fs. So That's a that's just a we've lost some ground there.
3: <laughs> poor the poor, poor, that.
1: poor drink out. Poor drink out. Yeah.
0: Huh? Yeah, she I don't know, man. I don't I don't know if I can handle this double F F shit.
4: Did, did she lose weight or did she go in for a breath reduction? What happened?
0: Uh it's it's losing it's just it's losing weight. Okay. You know? All right. Which All right. which she, you know, she
4: she didn't have a lot to lose from the photos you showed me.
0: Yeah, no, no she no, she didn't, but she if she if she loses weight, the first place she loses it. Ah, in her it's in her breasts. Yeah. And I'll so she'll, sure. you know, she'll flex, you know, like everybody and like most women, she fluctuates some and she does a good job of keeping herself in decent shape. But she was, I was joking with her cause we're, you know, cause we're, we're together, but you know, we're apart a couple months at a time for logistical reasons that I'm not going right. to go into, All Right. which, which that's, that's a, you know, probably a temporary thing, but you know, unless she's getting, you know, unless she's getting railed somewhere, but, um, which I wouldn't know anyway, um, But no, I mean, it's what 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 it really is, is that, you know, I was we're FaceTiming the other day because we're not in the same city at the moment. And, you know, before we hung up, I was like, hey, pop out those those double G's. And she was like, well, and I was like, what the fuck? She's not there's no way she's not going to show me your tits. What the fuck's going on? She's like, I got, I got, I got something I got to tell you, and I was like, oh shit, man, what? <laughs> you been out, you know, getting titty fucked in the clubs. What's going on? She's like, they're du- they're
1: double S now, and I was like, oh, okay. All right. I, I mean, you can laugh. still die by motorboating them. So. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, be
4: smothered by him still. She could so
0: suffocate me with those puppies. So. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> There's really not much loss
0: there. <laughs>
4: Yeah no that's a, that's a, that's a minor loss it's not it's not oh well maybe maybe we should see other people you know
1: yeah cuz like yeah. you can you, you might be able to hold one with one hand now instead of two
0: that's <laughs> yeah, i it's a challenge uh, you know i don't have huge hands but jesus and things are and, and the funny thing is like we were talking about last show was that you know are until, they still
1: perky though that's the thing
0: oh yeah up and up until up until her you know most of my chicks were you know, B cups with a good ass. because That's mm. that's Jenny, what I always liked. And then when I, mm-hmm. when I met her, I, it, it it sounds, it sounds ridiculous to say because she's got, you know, double Fs, but she didn't, she didn't seem to have huge tips when I met her. Yeah. And, you know, they were, I, I you know, they were prominent, but they didn't seem like they were quite that huge with what she was wearing the first time we met. And then, you know, once I got, you know, got her half undressed, I was like, holy fuck. It's like for a little girl, you got some huge ass titties. Well,
1: that's one thing I've never understood on social media is guys are like ass titties or, or legs. I'm just like, I like all of it. Like, I'm like, yeah. Rob, I, I I can like, no, there's no girl out there that has everything. Right. You know, every in and, and proportion. And it's like, I don't care. Like I can find, I can find something. If I can find one thing about that's a girl it. that's fucking all arousing, you like that's you're, you're, you're fucking, you're fucking done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's it's kind of like the the male version of you know if if she really's into you, she's gonna you know like your baseball team or like your motorcycle or whatever else. It's like, yep. you know, if you can find if you can find that one thing, yeah, that one physical. And also though, you know, there have been chicks who you know there's there's been one physical thing that you know I just can't get past, so it's over. But yeah, know,
4: yeah, been there too. I get that, it.
0: That velociraptor toe.
4: Oh. Just have her wear socks, bro. It'll be fun. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Have her wear knee highs. Some knee high socks. There you go. Hey, kids, we're going to wrap it up because we're at about two hours and 17, 18 minutes here. Nick, you got any final words?
0: No. Oh, I will be. Um, you know, uh, I've been. My lawyer has been in negotiations with uh, Ernst Graf, who's the publisher of Penicillin Magazine. So I'm going to be publishing some stuff in there starting next week. So
4: oh, nice, excellent. Well, I am actually on that newsletter, so I look forward to that. Bull, you got any last things? Uh, yeah, guys, just don't
1: don't fucking limit yourself sexually with girls. They're pretty much down for anything. Um
4: and uh don't be a bitch that dude that's that's great so kids we'll see you on the next one lord i've had a good life and i think i lived it right but there's a big old orgy waiting for me in the sky
2: i'm sure behind them pearly gates there's booze and weed and pills but if there ain't sluts in heaven lord send me down to hills